Hello everyone and welcome back to the Double XC Podcast. I am your host Xavion Excellence Kalia, Xavion Excellence Double XC. Here's my co-host Alicia. Hey guys, it's your girl Al. Punky Al. Punky Al. It's so confusing now because I go through like, I started stepping away from my nickname Al and more into like my first name Alicia. So it's your girl Ali or it's your girl Alicia. Back at it again on the Double XC podcast. Okay, today is episode fourteen, Dungeons and Dragons Chaos. We'll be getting into the D and D movie we saw, some RPG experience we had, mm-hmm. Super Bowl, yep, some gaming stuff, some TV stuff, music. We have a not new albums, but a few music experience we've had in these past few months. Mm-hmm. We have, a, we have a lot to talk about in gaming, too, and a few questions. And right. I'll start with the first one. Someone asked, what kind of podcast is this? While I thought of XXC, like gaming initials, uh, I need to hire someone for an art cover, like us with like a retro gaming machine. Oh, cool. Cover. Yeah. But this podcast is just us talking about pop art takes and pop coasters that we've seen, mm-hmm. sometimes personal stuff. And is the music too loud? Yeah, maybe just a teeny bit. Thank How about you. This? Okay, perfect. But back to what I was saying the podcast is pop culture, sometimes personal stuff, usually gaming, and that's just how we will. So, first off, is there was a lot of movies we missed this winter, beginning of spring season. Yeah. Um, the Friday after the Super Bowl was Ant-Man 3, Quantumania. We were waiting a long time to see this mm-hmm. in the Marvel Universe, introducing right. Kang. Mm-hmm. But we didn't get to see it. March Didn't. was packed with movies like Scream 6, though I'm not watching that. Me John Wick 4, mm-hmm. Creed 3. Um, I'm forgetting one. And then this today is Friday, April the 8th. No, April the seventh. Good which, Friday. Yes, which is also yes, Good Friday, which is also Easter weekend, the first day of resurrection for Jesus. Right. And two days Wednesday, Super Mario movie just came out from the people that made Despicable yeah. Me and Chico Life of Pets. Mm-hmm. And the Ill Jordan movie with Matt Damon, Chris Tucker, oh, Ben yeah. Affleck, and Viola Davis. I just seen the trailer for that, and it looks good. Mm-hmm. It looks just as good as Tetris, and I'm, I don't know if that's out yet, but I gotta recheck that. Yeah, that'll be on Apple TV. Yeah. But the one movie we did get to see was Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Give me a moment, I gotta look for my script. Well, let me tell you, we got, so, we got to see Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, before it was actually in theaters. Mm-hmm. We got free tickets, um... Shout out to Amalgam Comic House and Coffee Shop. They're no longer in, like, physically in, uh, what was that? Was that, what area was that? Frankfurt? It might have been. It was definitely up north. Right. They're no longer physically in Frankfurt, unfortunately, but their online presence is still very huge and still very present. And I still get emails from them about, like, the different virtual shops that they're doing. So I got my tickets from Amalgam Coffee, Amalgam. And shout out so much to, 
to I think the air I think the owner's name is Ariel I could be wrong but shout out to the owner of Amalgam for coming through with the tickets we love community that gives back and cares about you know appreciate appreciate it okay I'm ready so Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves the tabletop RPG called Dungeons and Dragons first released in 1974 by Hasbro Games also famously known for like other games as well as Barbie which yeah. is also getting their own movie mm-hmm. and through the 2000s it expired gamers to cosplay at renaissance fairs make time to play games with their friends as it is very time consuming like eating a clock <laughs> that was a last of us to Joe Uncle Joe <laughs> Uh, inspired medieval related comics be featured on shows such as Stranger Things and Critical Role's Legend of Vox Machima and inspired video games such as Dragon Age and Tiny Tina's Wonderland better known to Borderlands fans as Bunkers and Baddies <laughs> I'm trying to say the PG version mm. there was a D&D movie in December 2000 with Jeremy Irons and Marlon Wayans but was not really good according to quiz so we don't talk about that one gotcha now in 2023, almost half a century around for Dungeons and Dragons, D&D has another movie by Paramount Pictures. Famous actors such as Chris, P- Chris Pine from Wonder Woman mm-hmm. plays a bard. Marcel Rodriguez from the Fast and Furious saga plays a barbarian. Justice Smith from The Get Down and Jurassic World plays a sorcerer. Shout out to Wonder Smith's holding it down. Right. Sophia Lillis from It Chapter 1 and the Cancer on a cliffhanger Netflix series I Am Not Okay With This plays a druid mm. basically forest people and animal shape sisters one of my favorite classes from D&D and Hugh Grant plays a rogue and I'm going to pronounce his name wrong Reggie Reggie Jean Page from Roots Bridgerton, Sylvie's Love, and the Gray Man plays a paladin. And finally, Daisy Head from Shadow and Bone and the Underworld Blood Wars is the antagonist playing a red wizard. So we have a great cast. And and I'm pretty sure from the long multitude of, of like different movies and TV shows that these actors have been on, you're going to recognize a couple of people for sure. The campaign... I mean, the movie plot is <laughs> these these breaking out of prison, then recruiting other warriors on the team. The plan is to stop the wizard from taking over the world, reunite with family, and hopefully get paid. There's one celebrity cameo in the movie. All the different sayings are great. There's a tournament scene. I know some of your anime fans love tournament scenes. <laughs> the fattest, thickest dragon I've ever seen. Tr- yeah. That and, dragon was obese. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have I actually have it for like on my dice roll. I got like a on D and D Beyond. I got like my uh, my claims for nice. the movie base. I got NPC character sheets. Oh and, yeah. And some of the weapons. Okay, cool. Definitely uh, show me afterwards. Yeah, if I hit like a twenty on the dice, the dragon eats it. But yeah, the dragon That's and for for those who have played or watched D and D, there are plenty of references and Easter eggs. Mimic Chess, Displacer Beast, mm-hmm. Gelantius Cube, Emerald Conclaves, The Harpers. Al and I got to see this earlier. Let me tell you, the audience was cracking up at asking the dead five questions. 
If I can give negatives, there's times when the comedy hits, but there's also has a lot of misses. Mm. Some jokes to me were funnier than others. Right. Regardless, this movie is fun to watch for nerds, gamers, maybe even the whole family. I really enjoyed the, the different way they dissected like storytelling. Like the way the movie started was different. You know what I mean? We started, it seemed like we started right in the middle of a movie, which was interesting because it was the beginning, but th- th- that was them in the middle of their storytelling. So they backtracked. It was, it was great. I've, I enjoyed everything and I agree completely with X's commentary because there, there were, there's not a lot to nitpick about it, about it, but it was great overall. So if you're a nerd and you enjoy D&D, this might be a cup of tea for you. Yes. So pros, great plot. Beautiful settings, good use of misdirection, mm-hmm. mostly in the second half, and D&D Easter eggs, and a great cast. Right. Cons, comedy could be improved a little bit, or maybe that's just a theme of Dungeons & Dragons. But mm. we're giving D&D movie an 8.5 out of 10, maybe a 10 later on, but right now 8.5. Mm. And with that out of the way, we like to talk about our first Dungeons & Dragons experience. Yes! Oh my god, guys. We have so much to tell you, so buckle in. So, Al and I bought tickets for our first Dungeons & Dragons event. Dungeons & Draps group were hosting campaigns and raffles at Thirsty Dice. Mm -hmm. First time there for Philly residents. It's between 17th Street and Fairmount Avenue. We were a little late, but the place was cool. Lots of tabletop games, merchandise, and dice if you're a tabletop gamer. They even serve food, have a bar, and you can book a date to play with your friends. There were a good amount of people. We played with the character sheets they gave us. I was a hill dwarf with a cleric class. I was... Ooh, my bad. I ain't mean to bump to my mic. I was Arya the Kindhearted. I was a ranger, so that meant I was for people who don't play D&D. I'm good with animals. Um, and I can kind of sometimes, like, convince them to do things for me. Oh, you were a druid? No, no, no. I was a ranger, but I was also an elf. Ah, I think nice. I was a half... Uh, I, I think elf I was ranger. a half wood elf ranger. And I had this Ooh. cool bird. We have pictures and everything. So, if you follow us on Instagram, which is uh, Xavion Excellence. Xavion Excellence, yes. Xavion Excellence. And Alicia's shoe or the plain, the painted up John. The painted up John. So that's the underscore painted up underscore John. If you're from Philly, you know how to spell it. But if you're not, I'll be nice. I'll spell it for you. J A W N John. It's like yawn, boy. The J. It means anything. But um, it was funny because I was like Arya the kind-hearted, yet I did things that a kind-hearted person would not do, like. I forget our beast, but I was like, well, let's just... He was, was an owlbear. <laughs> I, I kept trying to, like, use the owlbear as, like, as basically, like, cannon fodder. I was like, you know, he's expendable. We can, we can use him. <laughs> no one has to lose their life or a turn or an action or a spell who used the owlbear. And... Yeah, I... <laughs> yeah, my hill dwarf cleric, Zenmo, it's supposed to be older, mm-hmm. wiser. He's supposed to heal everybody. I tried to go for a super move with one of my ex. No, I think not my ex, my javelin. You know, like oh, javelin yeah. from Suicide Squad. Didn't you throw it through the window? Yeah, I no, I threw it. I got low dice count and accidentally Dang. hit the owlbear, but he's not hurt. Oh, okay. But I did definitely regret doing that. Wait, wait, wait. But didn't you bust through the windows like a badass, though? Yeah, I cost the boots. <laughs> so, um, what was I? 
Um, yeah, anyway, it was a fun experience. Al got her first pair of dice. Yep. Made some new friends. We are trying to plan another campaign. Our very first. One. Our very first and own D&D campaign. Mm-hmm. So... We'll stay tuned about that. That that should be happening sometime later in April, but fingers crossed that everyone's schedule can, you know, get together and we can we can really do this thing up. I'm excited. Yes. Hopefully I have enough to book with Dungeons and Drag Dungeons and Drabs again in the future. Definitely we'll go back to Dusty Dice. Actually I did like yesterday trying to get a job. Oh cool. I need to play Dragon Age. Um, we already talk about more Dungeons and Dragons stuff. I still got Strange Things we haven't started yet, and I have Dungeon Squallers, which is like, it's not like Dungeons and Dragons. It's quicker, and it's just like drawing a maze. See who gets out first. Oh, okay. We definitely should make some time to play the D&D starter book. Yeah, and oh, that's why I want to talk about cosplaying. We definitely need to figure out cosplaying. Oh, yeah. Um, a role play, which looks like a LARP, an hour and 15 event. We gotta figure out when we're going to that. That's in this month. They also come back July. They might come back in November as well. I would rather go towards like the the last later date. So like the date in July. Because I don't mind buying the tickets. But I need to sit down and figure out my character. And then once I figure out my character, I know what to dress like. Because we want to role play or LARP as our, as our character. Wait. As our characters within us. Please pause. I was gonna say I think I know who I want to cosplay as like either between a druid or a pirate. Mm. Or a pirate, I just need to get the outfit. I have the iPads, so I have a bandana. That'd be easier, yeah. A druid, maybe I can find some kind of green outfit that can match with it, or maybe I could just dress like a like a warrior. But then I'll be like half naked, and I'll be wearing wolf skin, and I would need to just have enough war paint. You, I would recommend wearing like a nude color shirt and just draw muscles on it. No. <laughs> if you didn't want to actually be naked. I mean, I don't know how, with this weird weather going on, I don't know how strong you would be. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we can talk about LARPing and RPG stuff uh, personally. But now it's time for the, uh, the talk of the town because we have a lot to talk about in the past two or three months mm. since the uh, New Year's episode. Um... Super Bowl chaos. Yes. The Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. How many Super Bowls is it? 54, 55? I lost count. I am not completely sure. I titled it Super Bowl chaos and Rihanna's halftime show. Uh, for you, it's Eagles stolen championship. So do you want to start or should I? I'll go ahead just to knock it out of the way. So the Chiefs won by a petty call. Okay. The teams were neck to neck. Oh, yeah, this is football. I was talking about basketball earlier. My bad. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. This. No, no, no. I yeah, got it. I got it. Funny intro. I, uh, oh, man. Well, if you say that, you might as well go. Uh, yeah. So we can't start the. We can't continue the podcast without talking about the talk of the town, which was NFL Super Bowl 57 on Sunday, February 12th. Now, if you don't know the family traditions of the Super Bowl, about the annual finals for American football, you show up to the house of gathering between 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern New York time. You wear the colors of your team, your weapon, you eat a lot of food, you end up on the toilet for the rest of the night and the morning. Maybe you eat a cupcake with a plastic replica of a Super Bowl ring. Most of the parents are drunk on beer and some family members repping the rifle team and yelling in your face for some reason. <laughs> if that doesn't happen to you, you're lucky. 
I personally don't care for this tradition or American football in general. Not because of the soul food or being stuck in the room and having to sit down for hours. I tell people all the time I'm more of a basketball and baseball fan. Honestly, I got more hyped watching the FIFA Football World Cup. And this is my first time ever watching the World Cup. Twitter and YouTube were dropping a lot of advertising about the World Cup, so I thought, why not? But shout out to the champ Lionel Messi for finally winning one for Argentina. Mm. And shout out to Francis, Kylie, and Mbappe hitting three goals in a row. France got some black, got some brothers. Oh, got okay. Some brothers in the France FIFA team. Oh, okay. I sit, I sit corrected. I don't stand. I sit corrected. Yeah. Mbappe is actually, I think he was in last year or two years ago's FIFA, mm-hmm. EA Sports FIFA game cover. Mm-hmm. But anyways, now if only we can get Portuguese Ronaldo or Brazil's Neymar Junior to win one. This year, my hometown, the Philadelphia Eagles, returned to the Super Bowl after winning in 2018. I was impressed they started off the season with an 8-0 streak, seeing as it's a whole new team. Honestly, I like Nick Foles and maintained disappointment when Carlton Wentz was a cute quarterback. Mm. But shout out to the new quarterback Jalen Hurts for being the youngest quarterback to make it to the Super Bowl at 24. Mm-hmm. So, Jalen helps. This is new quote. Helps. <laughs> helps, not hurts. <laughs> I mean, he can hurt people on, on the field, but he helps Philly out. So, mm-hmm. mad respect. Sorry, food. All good. Anyways, they went up against the Kansas City Chiefs, returning for their fifth time, making this the third Super Bowl for quarterback Patrick Mahomes, Shadow Mahomes, with one Super Bowl win at the time. So, it was a good lineup, seeing as Mahomes is a great quarterback, so I took a neutral ground. I didn't kill who won. My city win or lose, Philadelphians down City Hall would be wildin'. <laughs> Chiefs win one of my favorite YouTubers, Israel A5. Shout out Israel A5, Savage Edition. He's going to be talking big savageness. And he was. Honestly, the real matchup was the brothers, Jason Kelsey, the Eagles center, versus Travis Kelsey, the Chiefs titan. And I don't care what nobody says, Mama Kelsey had the best drip of the entire night. She was repping both sons, green and red, on her jacket. And I bet it's not for sale. Mm-hmm. I have the commercial talk, but you want to go in? Most definitely. So, the Eagles' stolen championship. The Chiefs won by a petty call. The teams were neck to neck until then. I was, I guess winning by any means is still a win. Anyway, mad love to my birds, especially Jalen Herbst, but I already said that. But it doesn't hurt to say it again. I love how the teams really have really been utilizing their platform to help and bring awareness. When I say the teams, I mean Eagles. And this... This goes along with the Jalen helps, John, but I love how, like, Philly's been, the Eagles have been stepping up to use their platform to help and bring awareness to certain problems, especially the violence that's been plaguing Philly for, like, a while, you know? Uh, Pop-Pop, we got close. Next year will be ours. So, rest in peace. Oh, I beat. So, some commercials, there was a weird Pepsi commercial with Ben Stiller and one with Steve Martin. The Google Pixel commercial to delete your exes from a pic. <laughs> that was funny. And the long-awaited trailer of the Flash movie. We've been waiting a long time for the Flash trailer. Mm. Shout out to Michael Keaton returning as Batman, along with Ben Affleck returning one last time with a blue cow, mm. as well as Sasha Cow portraying Supergirl. My jaw dropped when I found out Michael Shannon will be returning as Zod. 
Jenna was odd and there was flash in the trailer so mm. this is a different plot than I expected mm. and and oh wait I just said Affleck is wearing a blue cow <laughs> but no but Michael Keaton is going to be a talk in town the old theme song the suit he said I'm Batman <laughs> like loved it loved it but the number one reason I wanted to watch this was because Rihanna would be performing for the Apple Music Halftime so I could didn't it used to be that Pepsi had time? I believe. That sounds about right. I don't know what happened. All I know was the drips he had was cool. The choreography was all right. I think it could have been better, but... I honestly think she she uh kind of indirectly threw Philly off their game because they thought, like, he was going... You know what I mean? Like, the players themselves, when they cut to their faces, they looked so confused. They was like, why is she wearing red? Like, they were watching? I, I thought they were in the back. They, were, they need to... Like the coach would be talking in the rooms, like we gotta get better. Mm. But I, I guess, I guess I didn't see that. I felt, as a Philly fan, I felt confused. I was like, why is she wearing red? I thought, I mean, she came, she came to slay. She came to bleed. <laughs> she came to make people bleed. And she was showing off her belly bump too. That's been a talk of the town. Congratulations. Yeah, I was about to. Yeah, I was about to get to that. But I could barely enjoy myself. Well, I, I I wanted to sing along, but the fam wouldn't let me sing along. <laughs> I, I guess nobody liked Rihanna. Um, I don't understand Not why most people. I don't know why most people I know equally hate Rihanna and Beyonce, seeing as they're two of the greatest hip hop and R&B singers of the late two K. Uh, to this t- day, <laughs> to this day, like Deontay Wilder. To be loved and hated must be a great thing. Um. Uh, so, that reminds me what. I used to watch the uh, football games when I was at Warren University. They would have food every quarter. Mm. Not a lot of people. I don't think anybody was singing at the concerts, but uh, it, it was a lot. Of, it was a good amount of people, good food. But I thought her performance without special guests was good, and I recognized all the hits. But the craziest part about the halftime show was noticing that Rihanna, as Al always said, Rihanna is having another baby, and it's part of the reason why she had backup dancers to do the choreography and stuff for her. So she and ASAP Rocky are going to have their second baby soon. The internet went crazy. Certified lover boys hating on ASAP, especially since it was the week of Valentine's Day. Mm. <laughs> you know, they love Rihanna. Yeah. But back to the game. It was a great matchup. A lot of back-to-back plays, but alas, my hometown lost. Mahomes and Chiefs won again in the rest of history. But shout out to Drain the Rock Johnson having his own football league for those who didn't make it. It's called XFL. Ooh. Check it out while you're waiting for the preseason on Madden NFL 24. That's what's up. So, um, this is added to the script. Actually, it's unscripted last minute. I wanted to talk about WrestleMania 39 goes Hollywood. Was This was this past Sunday. <laughs> so... Y'all don't know, but I am I've been a WWE fan since 2008, was I believe was WrestleMania 24 at the time with Edge versus Undertaker for the World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. Um I've watched it since I was a kid till like I got to middle school, which was 14. And then I stopped watching it for a while. Yeah, I think when I turned 14 is when the streak died for Undertaker. He got defeated by Brock Lesnar, which it's a little scripted entertainment at the end of World Wrestling. And I f- found out that Miss Vince McMahon told mm-hmm. Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar that you're going to be the one to end the streak. So, But 
I've been coming back to it a little bit in high school and college. Uh, my sister's been watching it on Peacock. My dad sometimes watches it. But WrestleMania 39 was so, so good taking place in Hollywood. The Miz and Snoop Dogg was hosting. Oh, okay. Yes, Snoop Dogg is a, is a champion himself. I think he got a money championship. Oh, okay. I know nothing about that. Yeah, um, so many masses to think about in two nights. Two nights. Shout out Booker T. He was one of the announcers for the kickoff. Mm-hmm. Where do I start? Um, Fluffy was there. Bad Bunny was there. He's going to be hosting Backlash Pay-Per-View at Puerto Rico. Shout out him. I forgot he wrestled last year. Oh, you said Bad Bunny? Yeah, Bad Bunny. I had no idea he was Did a wrestler. Go, 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 <laughs> y'all ain't know I knew Y'all ain't know I knew Hispanic songs Also for What was his name? Um, no I'm not gonna say it Cause I'm gonna mess up the song I know what you're singing But I never know the, the name I think his name is Furuko mm, Okay But I know yeah. the song I know, I know what you're singing Yeah he can, he can wrestle a little Actually um, he helped he helped Rey Mysterio against his son Dominic Mysterio for their match on Saturday. And shout out to him, the legend, one of my favorite icons, Rey Mysterio Jr. becoming the Hall of Fame. Him, Stacy Kebler, the great Muta, who is a great Japanese wrestler, fought with, with Flair. He's kind of the master of the, the spitting mist, which Osaka co- copies. The matches. Uh, I'm surprised the Street Profits won the tag team match. Um, a fatal four way tag team match, so like two, four, six, eight, eight people in the ring. Oh, wow. Was it in a cage? No, 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 no. Or did they just tag team? Tag team. But there was a lot of people. Um, H in a Cell match was Sunday. The way way all superstar Edge is still fighting, he was fighting the demon Finn Balor, representing the Judgment Day. I liked it, and they were using weapons like it's extreme rules. This was my kind of match, and I mm-hmm. met as came to came for events, and he won. Gotcha. What else? Um, the first Divas Championship match for SmackDown: Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair, daughter of Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised Rhea Ripley. Actually fought so hard. They both fought so hard, but I'm surprised Whale Whipley fought harder and was able to win. Mm. So congrats to her. Everybody keeps calling her mommy for some reason. It's weird. Is it? She's like she's like she's like a goth muscled woman. Oh, okay. I- I'll send you a picture of her gotcha. later. But uh who else? The War Women's Championship Sunday was the EST, the bestest, Bianca Belair, who won the championship last year, and the returning empress, Asaka. I was actually rooting for Asaka, but I was wrong. I, it, I knew when Bianca Belair dodged the miss at the end, it was a wrap. And Bianca Belair is a bit stronger, mm-hmm. but Asaka is more experienced. But congrats to Bianca Belair. Right. Oh, the Divas tag team match. Instead of 2v2, it was 3v3. Mm-hmm. So, ba- Bailey and her Damage Control versus 
the man Becky Lynch who who hosted no who was the main event for WrestleMania a few years ago in the Divas Triple Threat match. They need to do they need to do more Divas main events. Right. I don't think the Divas get a lot of love to be honest. Yeah. So Becky Lynch and two Hall of Famers who tag team her tag team champion Lita I don't know if you well you haven't seen WWE so I don't know if you remember Lita the, la- the last time I watched WWE I remember walking away and hating this group called A New Day they just irked me they just irked me Kofi so bad Kofi Kingston Xavier Woods Biggie. yeah so I-, I watched I watched some wrestling but I couldn't tell you what kind of wrestling It I watched both guys wrestling and I watched the Divas wrestling but I don't like, I wasn't big into it. That was something that yeah. I think someone I dated at the time was interested in. So I was like, I'd like to familiar, familiarize myself with, like, what the person I'm interested in is interested in. Because you get to know that person better by getting to know their interests. Yeah, it's mostly soap opera lines and some entertainment, as per se. Sometimes the fighting all wheel and the blood. But some of it, they do write down who's going to win, actually. But um, wrestling is cool if you want to teach discipline and grappling. But there's also mixed martial arts like UFC. And then also boxing was like if you want to maintain power in your fists. And with some speed in your feet. But uh, it was announced Monday that UFC and WWE will be joined together. And I don't know how that's going to work. Hopefully... UFC isn't scripted as well because it's mostly about fights. They only have talks. What else? Um, another. I don't know if all elite wrestling AEW is scripted. I was always told that boxing is fake, so I just whenever I, I was watching it, I'd be like, it, it. Sometimes it's hard, you know, knowing that something's not real but it looks real. You know? It looks real to me. The way they be fighting. I I remember like people grabbing chairs. Throwing it at each other and like, you know what I mean? You that never sounds like wrestling fight? to me, not boxing. Uh, well, yeah, I was talking about wrestling. I haven't watched any any boxing matches, to be honest. Me neither. I only know a few of them, like Deontay Wilder. Um, I did see the match with Mike Tyson versus. Wait, who did he fight? Who did he fight? Not Roy Jones. Um, was it Roy Jones? It might have been. Who's the guy that had the song Y'all Must Have Forgot? I'll, I'll figure it out later. But right. y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. I think that was fairly recent, too. Yeah, but back to the wrestling match. The Divas Tag Team match. Damage Control versus the man, Becky Litch. Did I say Litch? Litch? Yeah. <laughs> um, Becky Lynch. Um, the Redhead Hall of Famer leader. And um, Twist Stratus. They still, they both still look good for That's Hall of Famers. That's good, because usually by then, you know, yeah. you, you're taking a beating. Yeah, but Powerhouse, of course, they won. Um, I'm forgetting a few matches because it was a lot. Oh, the big main event was the Usos, the Bloodline, versus Sammy, Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens, KO. Mm. Now, I, I, I like the lines, we the ones, <laughs> and uh. I honestly think Jay Uso had the best promos of the entire Road to WrestleMania. 
Like he he was funny. Like when he betrayed Jamie Zane because he was not about to betray the bloodline. And then he said, "What would you do?" Like it was it was so funny. I, I gotta see the video. I, I think I'm posting it too. Gotcha. But alas, the Usos lost their championships. They were champions for 600 days, but they lost to uh, Zami Zayn and KO. Mm. They he, sounds like the whole WrestleMania was rooting for Zami Zayn. Yeah, because he lost last year to Giant Knoxville. Also, oh, this is like his rebound. Like he getting his. He's rebound. He's been running with. He fought. He was winning against Kevin Owens and winning with the Bloodline for, I think, since the fall. Six hundred days. Six hundred days. Almost that... two. Almost two years. So okay. like. But uh, I'm like, that's that's a year and one some change. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Snoop Dogg look. Snoop Dogg ended up putting Miz in matches both days, and there were some guests, some guest stars like one actor, one sports player. Sunday, Sunday was the funniest because I got shocked when Shane O'Mac was back. But he got knocked out by Miz quickly. But then Snoop Dogg knocked the Miz out and won. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I'm going to have to see this Snoop Dogg fight. But uh, I feel like I'm forgetting one from Saturday. It'll come back to me. But Sunday, there was a failed a fail four-way Divas tag team match of eight women. And everybody loves Liv Morgan and the new girl. She's kind of strong. Sonny Deville is back. I'm a big fan of Natalia. She's been around for like 15 years for the Hart family. Mm-hmm. But but uh, the Muscle House, the Powerhouses, they won. Um, I forget the one girl's name, the one woman's name, but the second one is definitely the baddest woman on the planet, mm-hmm. Wanda Rousley, who is from UFC. Mm-hmm. You know Wanda Rousley or... I'm good with faces, not names. So the whole time you're talking, I'm like, I'm gonna have to look up yeah. some things and put face, na- put names to faces. Okay. Now I believe the only final match was yes, the main event for Sunday. Oh no, no, Sunday before that was oh John Cena versus Austin Theory. That was a kickoff match Saturday. I was rooting for John Cena. I had had my purple shirt from like the mm. 2010s. Yeah. But, like, he was fighting Austin Theory, who had the United States Championship. Kind of a John Cena fan, but we don't believe him. He was cheating. He was trying to bite his ear off, bite his teeth. He, he was... What? John Cena got a few of his signature moves in, but he accidentally knocked out the the referee. And then Austin <laughs> Theory low-blowed him and then what? pinned John Cena. So I was disappointed. And John Cena entrance, he had make a whisk kiss with him. Oh man, that's wow! I really hope it wasn't scripted for him to lose. That's really embarrassing. You had make a wish kids with you, bro. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> at least, at least Rey Mysterio made it to a Hall of Fame and he won against against his son. Yeah, I was rooting for Rey Mysterio, but I hope Dominic gets over it sooner or later, even though it's scripted. Yeah. <laughs> Bad Bunny was against him. Ray was against him. Mm-hmm. His mama and his sister was against him. Jesus, the whole world is against him. Also, also, um, Ray Mysterio was in a low rider with Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. He was doing Viva La Wasa, <laughs> representing Eddie Guerrero, OIP. Mm-hmm. Rest yeah. in peace. It was funny. They they had the mask as a cinnamon toast cinemojis. 
That was cute. Sounds adorbs. Yeah, I saw a lot of lessons in two nights, like um, Way Mysterio as John Cena. Sunday kickoff was almost the Nigerian giant weapon with MVP versus the Beast, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, he's still around too, and he was able to beat him. He was getting his behind, but almost started lacking in the second half, and the Beast won. And looks like Brock Lesnar is a feel a lot of people. Undertaker, John Cena, Roman Reigns at one point, but he's been losing a few. That's how Roman Reigns is still champion. And then almost, he was like, I think he's like six or seven feet tall, maybe eight, 400 pounds. Seriously? Yeah, he's a giant. Literally. Yeah. But the main event was the undisputed WWE champion, the tribal chief, the head of the table, the leader of the bloodline, a member of the uh, Anoi family or the Anoai family. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it, but it's the same family as the Rock. Mm hmm. Uh, oh. Roman Reigns. Gotcha. Yeah, I've actually showed you a picture of him. You did. Black hair, black long hair, the beard, he has tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. He, it was him versus Dusty Rose's son, Cody Rose. He's back. The American Nightmare. I tell you, the fans can't get enough of him. They keep singing his song, Whoa. The song Kingdom. Like, they really singing his song. They really love to see Cody Rose back. And he, I remember when he had black hair, he's he got blonde hair now. He he has a black wife, too, and a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, um, it was a good fight, even though Solo was trying to mess Cody Rose up a few times. Because remember, Cody Rose has been in a lot of injuries. Mm. He won the Royal Rumble this year, but don't forget he torn his torso like last year. Jesus Christ. And though, and though Cody Rose was hanging in, but then the Usos, who lost the night before, showed up to interrupt. But then Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens got them out of there. Mm-hmm. And so we all thought it was close. Kevin, um, Cody Rhodes started doing two two of his crossroads moves on Roman Reigns. And before he got to the third solo, who was kicked out because he got caught cheating using his belt. Mm-hmm. He came back behind the referee's back and used his signature move to thumb. Which is the signature move of... Who, who's his ancestor that passed away in like... Like last decade? The guy with all the face paint. Big guy. Dreads. I'm not going to butcher his name. But that's how Roman Reigns won. And he's still a champion to this day. Let's gotcha. see. Sunday was 9.55. 9.45 days. How many days is it now? 950. He's going to be on SmackDown tonight. It's going to be 950 days. Man of his words, still the tribal chief. Hit the table. That's what's up. Okay. Yeah, he's... Yeah, he's just getting started. He might be beating Hulk Hogan's... Hulk, Hulk, Hulk Hogan's um, record. Because 940 days, that's three years now. Right. So they might go for four or five. That's what's up. Roman Reigns, he's a part of my... um. Fantastical harem of husbands. <laughs> I thought it was Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa is in there too. He's like number one, and then then there's Roman Reigns, and then there's a slew of other people. <laughs> yes, but that's that's all I got to say about WrestleMania 39. You know I am excited because WrestleMania 40, WrestleMania XL, 
takes place April 6th, April 7th in Philadelphia at the Eagle Stadium, Lincoln Financial Field. And I'm, oh, I'm going to be hustling to get tickets for that. I'm taking, taking me. Hopefully, if you want to come, I'll take you. I'm trying to get my dad out of the couch and take him to the show. Maybe we'll have to find the couch for him. <laughs> hopefully, my sister. Hopefully, my mom. Gotcha. That's that's wild. Yeah. Gotcha. But uh, it's been 40 minutes talking about that. Um, next off is the Philadelphia gaming event. So I found out a day or two before that there would be a free gaming event on Saturday, February 15th. 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. Two locations. The big digital gaming event at local host Nerd Street Gamers around Spring Garden and Broad Street. Pass of Pass a few construction and a tabletop gaming event to show off demos of new card and tabletop games at P4 Hub, which is around Wayne Jackson, which is a it's a stretch location stress. I feel like if you take the regional route, if you take the regional route, you can get off at literally Wayne Junction. There's a Wayne Junction stop. So go ahead, go ahead. Just throwing it out there. Cool. I took the bus and walked mm-hmm. but I think if they do a second one a second year they need to do it at maybe Thirsty Dice because it's closer right it's closer to Broad Street plus it's on Fairmount compared to Spring Bar and they're not that far away right and a little parts but let me let me tell you about the gaming event so PHL gaming event I went to local host first lots of people I got to see one panel one and a half. A great performance by Ella E.R.A., who's in 2K Beats of NBA 2K22. Ate some tacos. What was it called? Electronic Eats. Shout out them. Mm. Played two demos, which I didn't... Which one didn't work. The other, I didn't have enough time to play it, but it was fun. It's like a magical school game. Wizards, witchcraft, anime style. It had like a... Oh, let me get into it. Shout out to Philly's own Jump Button Studio, who made Our Passing Thoughts, and Siyomo, who made Story Arcana. Story Arcana was a game I got to play. For you witchcraft and wizardry levels who don't mind 2D old... Oh, thank you. No problem. Uh, for you witchcraft and wizardry levels who don't mind 2D old school Pokemon games... It's available for pre-order and wishlist on Steam. I got to network with a few people. Shout out to Community with an X. The O is replaced with an X. C-X-M-M-U-N-I-E-T-Y. They were hosting the Smash Brothers tournament. Dad didn't play. Y'all know I don't like Smash Brothers like that. <laughs> Y'all know I can't stand Smash. I don't even play Multiverses anymore. And I'm told that was uh, that's dead now. Mm. Because they're done with the trial. They're about to release the actual version, but... I'm no longer a Nintendo girl. I grew up a Nintendo girl, and now I am a Sony girl. So, hmm. hopefully I'll be a Steam Deck girl if my partner can come through with a Steam Deck. I heard him talk about it. Let's, let's make it happen. <laughs> Stay tuned for that, though. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at... The underscore painted up underscore John J A W N and Xavion Excellence. Yes, I'm on Instagram. You can follow this podcast on 
Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts. We don't have a YouTube yet, but I Xavion Excellence on YouTube. I have some podcast videos, some music, some gaming. Check it out. So back to PHL gaming event. I had delay in time, but I made it to the tabletop location just when it was getting dark. I won a Dungeons and Dragons Dragon Squallers game that I have not yet played with friends yet. But it looks like it takes 15 minutes per game rather than hours in one campaign. Shout out to T-Boys Table Games. T-B-O-Y-Z. I played the demo of Pocket Spades and bought a pack of the cards. It's new, different way to play Spades. The second demo I got to play was dictators with infamous hated political figures throughout history like uh, Donald Trump designed as tater tots and you can role play as one of them versus one of the three others to see who becomes the most notorious and gains the most victory points. <laughs> so the maker of the game was at PAX Unplugged in December might be at Boston's PAX Eats which was oh wait that was the end of March. I mixed that I wish I could have gone I would have loved to meet Milky Quartz Moo. Shout out Milky Quartz, who is a famous cosplayer and twist gamer. Mm. She is a Street Fighter enthusiast. I know she's excited for Street Fighter 6 this cool. June because she is a Yui Han main. Shout out to uh, Capcom for Street Fighter 6. That and also Waifu Leah. Yeah, so she's a cosplayer as well. Yeah, shout out to uh, Waifu Leah. Right. Thanks for the follow. I still haven't figured out how to follow people on Twitch. I am not on Twitch. Like I only use, I only use my social platforms to like interact with other people, right? Yeah. So like, I'll start. Sometimes I'll start like I'll just start um, Twitch streaming randomly if I'm in, a, in a, if I'm in the middle of playing a very relaxing game and I just want to see like who will who will join and stuff. Most times it's X and like maybe like one other random person that I don't know, but it just makes more sense for me to like game and invite people that I know who are interested in the similar games that I am. Right, right. I'm not really trying to create an audience on Twitch. I just want, like, I'd rather have an audience of my friends watching, you know what I'm saying? Or, yeah, because it just seems, I'm, I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to build a platform on Twitch. I just want to play my, play my games and play them in front of my friends. Yeah. I've got to play with a few of my Twitch mates on and off. I just play with Waifu, Leah, Last night we were playing Overwatch 2. We was trying to play ranked, but we're not in the same pool. I don't know why we were both in silver, but I just made it to gold on ranked mystery heroes, but I'm silver still on whoa ranked. But we're about to get a new season soon. Um, I'm actually going to talk about that in a few. But back to conventions, there's too many games convention. I would love to go to that in late June, but that's in Oaks, PA, like Greater Philadelphia. Like, I'm not traveling now. Uh, but here I am still wishing I had the moolah to go to Boston. <laughs> what for specifically? Um, Paxis. Maybe maybe I'll go to Salem, Massachusetts one day. That'd be interesting. I'd, I'd love to go to Salem, Massachusetts and figure out what actually happened. There are so many different like renditions of... And so many fantastical stories that have that are rooted in that actual historical, you know, the historical event. So mm. it would be morbidly cool to go see like what's actually there and what what's true, and what's not true. Because nowadays, I, I like, don't know if it's the same Salem. 
Maybe it's a Salem out of states, because I know what type, what Salem you're talking about. You're talking about the um, the one with the witch trials. Oh, the witch trials. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I thought we also talk about the um, um, Germany Jewish. I know what I'm talking about. I just can't Holocaust. That's what I was thinking. Oh well, I definitely I have been talking recently about having the spirit of flight, and I need to move. I need to I need to travel. I need to do something. I just feel. Maybe it's this gloomy weather that's making me feel trapped. I don't know. We need to be on the road touring. We do. Yes. But follow Dictators, D-I-C-T-A-T-E-R-S on Facebook. I hope that didn't make you hungry for tater tots or hair spoons. (laughs) I enjoyed PHL gaming event and I hope they do it again in the future. Mm, I'll check it out. And, uh... We're going to talk about Overwatch 2 when we get to the gaming segment. But I wanted to talk about the Fan Expo. Yes, which is originally known as Philadelphia's Wizarding World Comic Con. This is the second year as Fan Expo. And so it will be in Philadelphia June 2nd, 3rd, and 4th at the Pennsylvania Convention Center at Bar and Cherry. Now, now, good news, that is the same June 2nd Friday as Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse movie. Mm-hmm. So, so I know some of y'all are going to go crazy on your Spider-Man cosplay, so enjoy. Enjoy the weekend. There'll be sci-fi fans, anime fans, gamers, even horror fans. I think we'll be having some stars from Star Wars, maybe Back to the Future... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a list of all the celebrities that will be there, but look it up. I it will be fun. Fan fan um fan expo is on several different platforms. They're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Yes, I think before May you are able to buy your tickets in advance for cheaper and get your badges. So, there's more than 50,000 fans for Fan Expo. It's the biggest comic creators, superstars, celebrities, and voice actors. You also find rare and exclusive comics and collectibles. Over 300,000 square feet of entertainment and shopping and panels. Don't forget the panels. If, if you have the money. No, it shouldn't be that expensive to go to a panel and ask questions to your favorite celebrities. But it is going to be pricey. If you want like three day tickets or three day VIP tickets or ultimate fan experience, so you can, you know, go to all these panels, you can get photo ops or signature autographs. Ooh, this might be something I might think about looking into. I'd love to. I would love to to go to to specifically see the superstar celebrities and ask que- and or ask questions to the voice actors because. Voice acting sounds... It sounds fun, honestly. It sounds like Audible. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, good news. That's the beginning of June. And mm-hmm. when Spider-Man comes out, yep. bad news is that is the same weekend as the Roots Picnic, which will be returning in person at the Man Center. The Man Center. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Dave Chappelle will be hosting Friday night at Wells Fargo Center for a comedy night. Oh, wow. But Friday, Saturday, Sunday is a big lineup. 
Lauren Hill will be highlighting Sunday. We have Diddy, the Puff Daddy, the the man behind Bad Boy Records performing with the Roots. We have Eve. We have we have the return of Property State. I believe it's Property State. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, Freeway, mm-hmm. Benny Seal. We have some podcast people, some other celebrities, actors. It's a big lineup. I can't even remember. We got the Isley Brothers, too. But, yes. Fan Expo, Roots Picnic. Have fun, y'all. Will you be Will you be working the, the picnic? Uh, I can't tell them where I work. <clears throat> I can't tell them where I work on the mic, but maybe I'll be working that weekend. Maybe. Hopefully. I hope I get to see the Roots Picnic and Fan Expo on the same weekend. Definitely wants to say where you should work. I'm, I'm saying, are you are you are you planning on working that weekend, or do you plan on going to one of the events? That this is a very packed weekend. Now that I'm, now that we're looking at it, I'm like, oh, I didn't know. So much is happening. Going. Oh, so far going. Okay. Right now, I don't know my schedule, but going. I mean, it would be nice to work on the weekend, get paid. But I. Excuse me. We've been waiting to go to a Fan Expo Comic Con for a while. Like we went, we went one year when Tom Holland went. We didn't get to go inside, but we was playing outside. Some people. Oh yeah. Us on. We had the Avengers gear. I remember. Yeah, 2019. Yeah, I think. Yeah, 2019 before COVID, when uh, Endgame came out, we had the jackets. But yeah, that's all I got. It's time for the uh, the party on Broad Street at the Foundation, which is like Neo Bar and Film out. It's hard to find. So Jeters came to Philly to perform and needed, to, needed me to video record um, like in the middle of March, I think the beginning of March, I believe, maybe February, I don't remember. Ended up finding out about this small venue called the Foundation near Aldi's, the old motel and Jimmy G's Steaks that's now closed down. Never ate there. It had cool dark lighting and had the bar. Small crowd, but the show had other MCs, so shout out to Revy with two V's, R-E-V, capital V, Y. It's One Up, Mula Marciano, and your boy DJ J Tizzle, aka JT. And now, it's time for the Lingerette Records shout out, so you want to do the honors? Sure. Let me reposition myself so that I'm closer, if need be, to the receiver. Um, so I can't remember how we heard about this. No, we. I believe we heard about yes um, this night through one of our friends, Signal Valley, was performing and posted on social media. So that's how we found out. He did. Um, it took us to the site. I think it's called like Hand Stamp Site or something for all your pop up personal needs. The tickets were like ten bucks. Nothing, which is nothing, right? Um. I actually have a reel of this. I made my first reel, so. Nice, nice. Thank you. It's, it took me, a, it wasn't that hard to get there, but it's like in East Allegheny. I've not been in the neighborhood. It's near the driving bridge, but it was actually, it was really nice to be in there. It was like a It was retro, very nice. If we pull records, it's like the 70s, 80s. This is like the early, the late 60s, early 70s venue. Like it's mm-hmm. nice retro feel, vinyls. 
VHS, VHS's, cassettes, CDs. Stick guitars. Shout out to stick at stick guitars. Stick box guitars. My bad. At stick box guitars. You know what? Shout out to you, Adam. This is your girl, Ollie. <laughs> yeah. And they have a few comics and... Oh my gosh, they had like a Flash Gordon pinball that I did not get to play. Mm. But they might have replaced it. Oh. Oh. They had a lot of, um... They had a lot of comics, comics, but not in like the traditional sense where like they're manufactured by like a company like Dark Horse, for example. That's a big company. These these were comics from like artists, you know what I mean? Underground artists who are just trying to get their work out there. And I really respected that. There was um, there was this comic that I was deliberating on buying, but ultimately did not get. But I will have to get that at some point in time. It was very like sarcastic and funny. It's called you're a black friend i forget who would buy but it was very like if you're a black person or if you're a person of color you'll, you'll understand the jokes and stuff mm -hmm. um i love the vibe it needed the only thing the only cons what i would say was that like the venue space itself like small it was small and i would say it needs a little bit more diversity us being there brings diversity right but we always need i mean we're there's always the first, but we need more. You know what I mean? So that's, there was more, there were, the musicians were more, there were more musicians of, of color than like actual, like audience, I think. But that's the only yeah. thing that I would nitpick on. Um, but I really enjoyed the space. I love the fact that, shout out to Teeth Gang Records. Maddie, you were happy belated birthday again. Thank you for personally coming up. You and your wife coming up and making sure that like I felt comfortable. And he did that for, I believe, virtually everyone who came to the space and like came and, and they were here specifically. Well, we were here specifically to support, excuse me, Dan, aka Signal Valley. I think he's going to have another album drop soon. Yes. So yes. stay tuned for that. If you like, if you like, um... It's hard to describe his sound because sometimes to me it sounds like it sounds real 80, which I like, but not everyone likes that. I like the 80s. Thank you. I mean, what's wrong with that? Like, <laughs> but um, it was so cool seeing Dan perform and just watch just watching how he worked with the crowd. And he had some people laughing. There was a disco ball, which I liked. There were mm -hmm. there were like polka dot lights like they had The lighting was on point. OK, it was a small space, but they did their best. OK, they showed out. Yeah. And I like that a lot. The neighborhood was really nice, even though I Ubered there from I Uber there. So I don't really it's different Ubering versus traveling using yeah. SEPTA because then you then you're literally you literally get to know the place as yeah. you're. You get, I didn't, to see, you get to see the lights. You get to see the streets. Right. I didn't see that. I just was like, what's the address? Okay, we're just going there and going home. Also, I didn't hear any feedback. I think the host of Lingerette, who was mixing. Michael. Who was monitoring. Yeah, he mm -hmm. was pretty good. He was, a, I actually, myself and Xavier talked to him for a bit about, I used to have, I used to, I used to have a monthly um, open mic nights and they were called Owl's Open Mic Nights. And it was at this place called Win Win Coffee Bra Coffee Bar that used to be on like what is that Spring Garden? Or is that Gerard? It was down It was going down Spring Garden, I believe. Or probably Gerard. It was, no, it was closer to the No, it was definitely Spring Garden. You're right. It was it was definitely on Spring Garden, but it had to close, unfortunately. COVID did some terrible things to our wonderful small business owners wonderful small business owners but um 
yeah, I was talking to Michael, the offer, the, the, my bad, the, uh, owner of Laundrette Records about possibly hosting some open mics there to see how that would go. Um, yeah, he's a real cool people. They just need to work on some more diversity. But other than that, like, I like the welcoming vibe. The music was great. Like all night, we stayed the entire night. We watched not just Signal Volley's band, but we watched the, the other two acts. Bush League. Right. They were pretty good. They were weapon, um. St. Patrick's Day weekend. Right. And... El Dingo. Shout out to them. I actually got to talk with the bass guitarist by some of the merch. Um, one of the, yeah. the bass guitarist is a horror fan. And... Uh, oh, cool. One of the big singles is called Seinfeld. Yes, based off the TV show. I love Seinfeld. And now I have to get a cassette tape player because I have a cassette cassette tape and I can't listen to it. And I refuse to listen to the song online. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I already did, but okay. <laughs> um, I liked I liked the the bassist singer because he was he would sing and it, during the performance they would they would he he and his other the, his other bandmate who played yeah. the 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 guitar. It was a guitar, but it had yeah, like the yeah. f holes. So I don't know if it's if it's just the guitar. I didn't. I don't remember f holes, but I know like. His tuning and volume thing, it had like dice on it, and I'm like, that is cool. Wow. Okay. I don't, I don't even customize my own guitars yet. Yeah. I don't even put stickers on them yet. Right. Oh, speaking of, not to ruin, not to ruin, maybe just a hint, but I'm working with Signal Valley now on a song with my viola. I just, I just got my claws removed in order to play. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So, um, stay tuned for that, and definitely show up. We'd love to like meet the people who are listening to our podcast. Like, great, you guys aren't crazy. <laughs> all jokes, all jokes. Yeah, but so, it was a great time. Yeah, so I would hope to come back to Lingerie Records. Maybe when it's lighter, or if they have another night event, that'll be cool. Definitely, or maybe we could do some type of listening party. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's throw out some ideas. I would definitely go back again. I enjoyed the networking. I enjoyed the vibe. This renewed my interest in wanting to get um, my own record player. I really want that. I have two record players. Oh, that's what's up. Gifted to me. And I, I'm i back home. I'm, I haven't plugged in any of them because I don't have any room. I'm like waiting till I get my first apartment to play any of them. I feel you. I've been working and working so I can get, so we can get our, our own. Either we, me, and you and I, we, me, myself, and my partner. <sighs> yeah. But the last thing on the music board is the 65th annual Grammys. Shout out to them for being around for 65 years. Even though they don't, the Academy don't always do the best, the best nominations. Mm-hmm. They are, it's still a joy to watch them, all the best performers you know of all genres. So, Sunday, February 5th, 2023, on CBS, it was hosted by Trevor Noah. My favorite performances were the Hip Hop 50 tribute with back-to-back icons. Mm. So many. I can't, I can't even name them because it's going to be too many to Understood. remember. Buster Rhymes was there. Jay-Z was, was watching, but he, he enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Buster Rhymes was in the midst public enemy. Um... LL okay. LL Cool J wasn't in the lineup, but he was he was announcing and watching. Um, gotcha. Missy Elliott was there. What? Queen That's Latifah my woman. Too. Okay. All the okay. That's what's up. 
Yeah. So, and Motown tribute. Mm. There were a few. There were a few singing boys. They were good. I don't know what the group they were in, there, but they were great. Mm-hmm. But the Motown tribute with Smokey Robinson, Steve Wonder, and country singer Chris Stapleton mm-hmm. singing uh, Steve Wonder's uh, "People." Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Beyonce now has the most Grammy wins of all time. Uh, yeah, I think I've heard that very yes, recently. So, so shout out to Queen B and shout out to the Renaissance Tour and album. She can't see it, but like I'm bowing to her musical greatness. Yes, yes. I, <laughs> I've been a long time Beyonce fan. I've actually, I respect the Queen, but I've been a long time Solange fan. I like I did grow up with Beyonce, but I grew up with Solange more because my mom actually, loves Solange. So like, you know what I mean? Actually, my first root, Roots picnic, I actually did see Solange. I believe she was the headliner. Oh, that's what's up. No, she was the second headliner. The number one was Pharrell. Mm, okay. Cool. I love Pharrell. And I love his bird. Uh, I'm sorry. I love his band, Nerd. So, oh my goodness. If you guys don't know about Pharrell and his band, Nerd, you're missing out. Check it out. His birthday was actually a few days ago. I have it belated. So, um, the best album went to Haley Styles as it was. How are you feeling about that? No, Haley's House. How are you feeling about that? Oh, well, I didn't listen to every song on. You know, I don't, I'm not big on albums, but... If there's a whole album that I love, then I will praise it. But I think the only song I've listened from that album was Adore You because mm. because it's so uplifting, you know? I, I just saw the song he performed as it was. Oh, I do as love it as was. it was. Yeah. I, I kind of like last year or two years ago's Watermelon Sugar. Watermelon Sugar High sounds way better than as it was. I Even like though it sounds like a, a 70s song. I didn't like Watermelon Sugar High. I'm wow. sorry. I didn't. I like As It Was better. Watermelon Sugar High is like a party song. Right, but the lyrics speak to me more as as, as it was, though. Okay, I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> Shout out to Lizzo winning record of the year. Mm, go ahead, Queen. And Bonnie Waitt surprising everyone when she won song of the year just like that. Bonnie Waitt, country icon, beat Lizzo... Taylor Swift and Beyonce at the best song of the year. Record is like what's popping on the billboards for everyone. Song of the year is like the best written. Hmm. Okay. I feel like that's debatable, but I haven't, I haven't okay. heard the song myself. But me I, neither. I believe it. There's some country singers in the academy. I loved, like, like I had a a very select few of artists that I listened to as a kid, and one of them was Taylor Swift. Um, Miley Cyrus, but she and I, we were when she came out Wrecking Ball, I, I like went away for a while, and then I came back. Like I'm more so coming I, back now. I, I've been on and off when she done hip hop and rock. I, I like the Ballers album with Mike Will made it. There's a few albums I haven't listened to. I haven't heard the new one, but I love Plastic Hearts. The she has. I'm not saying I hate the whole Wrecking Ball. I I don't hate. I just dislike some of the songs just because it doesn't like vibe with my vibe you know not everything's gonna vibe with you but i've always been drawn to her as a country singer now city country girl and i just love i've always something about miley just keeps me bringing and keeps me coming back to her and i think my top favorite songs from her new album i think it's called flowers i could be wrong is flowers i love that song um jaded and rose rose colored glasses she really named should have she really should have named it rose tinted because it just falls off the lips easier than colored rose colored 
rose tinted anyway i think she had like four different producers or something working on this album and they they correctly matched her because you know certain songs give a certain genre and i think they did very well with like pairing who needs to go where to make sure each one of these songs hits Cool. But that's just my two cents on the new, the little bit of new music I've been listening to. Yes, well, shout out all the winners, all the performers. Right. I do have some two controversial things to talk about. Mm-hmm. The um, this was presented by Madonna, who is now going on her era tours for like four, four or five decades celebration. Okay. But uh, she introduced Sam Smith's unholy performance, and I got X. Do you think it's a little satanic? The song Unholy. I don't know if I've listened to it. Uh, mama don't know days getting hot at the body shop. Oh. Something unholy. See, certain... Okay, I have to say this. Certain songs, you kind of just don't listen to the lyrics because the beat is so fire. Mm-hmm. That song, I know... I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. And I don't... I don't want to listen to what they're singing. Like, I'm not going to look up the lyrics ever. I didn't even know the song was called Unholy for crying out loud. Because it was just like, it's one of those party yeah. songs, you know? In a lame man's brain, you would think it's just it's just a sex song. But like, what they were willing looked a little satanic. Mm. But, well, not to my opinion, but to my mom and my sister's opinion. I wouldn't... I haven't watched it. I'll have to look at it. But I'm not big... Like, even though I'm spiritual, I'm not big on, like... I'm not... That is the devil's work. I don't know. What they're wearing? I don't know. I don't know. And the second controversy... Besides the Sam Smith, he's also going to be on tour this year. Shoutouts. And second controversial thing is... Is this Illuminati symbolism? They were... So they did an eight-minute performance for the final performance of all these hip-hop icons. Okay. And... I know half of y'all in the, the Illuminati, but what's with the Last Summer, the Last Supper? What's with this long table of food and wine? Uh, I'm talking about DJ Khaled, Rick, Ricky Rose, Ross, Jay-Z, <laughs> Lil Wayne, Wheezy Baby. And they're all, they're all sitting at a, a table? Lesson. They're all sitting at a table? Uh, like it's Last Supper? Rick Ross, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, yeah, they were on a table. Like it was Last Supper. Mm. But John Legend was on a piano, so... <laughs> That's funny. Do you, it could have just been like them. Well, it does. That's a very strong and very specific religious thing to like, you know, role play. I wouldn't. Hmm. But maybe they're just talking about their importance. You know what I'm saying? Like we're so important that we're all sitting at a table like Jesus did. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, shout out to the Grammys. Here's to 66 in 2024. And that's all we have for music. So now it has been an hour and 10, 11 minutes per se. So we are about to transition into Punky Al's Alicia Shields segment. Yes. How you feeling? You want to get a drink of water? Let me drink some water first and then I will start on in. So you, you went to the... We both volunteered at the flower show, right? Yes, we did. Oh, yeah, we did. So what ha- what had happened was I received, I get a lot, I get a lot of emails from Mural Arts. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, they're partnered with a lot of things. I work for the, Mural Art, the Philadelphia Mural Arts Program. So just remember that. If I say MAP, that's just Mural Arts, Mural Arts Philly acronym. 
All right. So moving forward, I received an email from Arts saying that they, uh, if we wanted to, we could volunteer from, I believe, what was it? March 4th to March 12th, you could volunteer to work with the flower show, like volunteer. And basically all we did was like man the mural arts booth. And there was a couple of, there was three works done by, done by three artists. I can't remember what their names are right now. And we had some pamphlets. We had, we had uh, discount codes for the map. For the tours. For the map tours. Thank you. And I've worked a lot of booths, so it was more like taking a look at all the information on hand. And I, I as I said before, I do work with uh, Mural Arts of Philadelphia, so I have a lot of prior information. I have a lot of like information and experience with Mural Arts. So people would come up and they would just ask for information. They would ask for like a lot of the things that people were asking about was the recent recognition map has gotten from the Abbott Elementary uh from the highlighted El- Abbott Elementary mural arts episode. Yes, shout out to mural arts being the episode in Abbott Elementary. And um, Vince Staples has been a guest a few times on the show. And Tawaz B. Henson will be playing Quinta's mother soon. Oh, for Abbott Elementary. Yes. I, I seriously need to start watching that because I actually... Had an opportunity. Have had an opportunity. Sorry, it's so it's so hard to talk without retainers. Yeah, I've been on and off, and so I haven't fully watched every episode yet. Right. So I had an opportunity to watch the the um, mural arts x Abbott Elementary collab um, episode before it aired. I think it was literally like three days before it aired. Mural arts got like special permission to see it since you know it's a collab- collaboration between themselves and. Abbott and I didn't get to go because life sometimes is like you can't do everything that you want but one of my co-workers tied it and she ended up like speaking with like some senators who were there as well so it was a great time so, or so I heard but the flower show was very beautiful I have never been to a flower show before so that was different yeah, I believe it was my second time it I didn't get since we came to volunteer I didn't volunteer I didn't get a chance to look at everything even though we did get tickets to see like the actual show itself I think yeah. I had several things planned that yeah. week yeah I took some pictures that I did not post yet but I've, I got to see a good amount not all of it but I enjoyed it great I did I get I got to take at least like I took one beautiful picture and we did walk around for a bit before I like had to resume on whatever errands I was doing that day. But yeah, the flower show here in Philly, it happens every year around the same time. I could be mistaken. Yeah. Also, the Cherry Blossom Festival is this month. I feel like I'm going to miss it. I think it's next weekend or the weekend after that, the, the last two days, but I may be wrong. My 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 cousin has been to Cherry Blossom, but I never got to go. Understood. I have went to. We're talking about in Fairmont in Fairmont Park, right? Yeah, I believe Fairmont is where the Cherry Blossom takes place. So the um, an ex friend of mine and my sister, my youngest sister, we went a couple years back, and we were seeing. We didn't see any like cherry blossoms, but we got to see like it's still it's sort of like a, a museum in a sense. Because they they're preserving like ancient Japanese 
or I'm gonna just say I'm gonna just say Asian because I'm not specifically sure if it's Japanese they're preserving ancient um, Asian like artifacts because let's face it everyone thinks that Sakura or cherry blossoms are very beautiful and mm -hmm. we I, was, I remember learning about some of the history on it was sort of like a tour as well because it was like it was a couple of houses right but they were open houses and they had I think you had to took up you you weren't allowed to wear your shoes you had to like like inside the houses so you had to walk around with your shoes on so I think Makes in the sense. tickets in the tickets they were like make sure you're wearing socks and there was a gift shop we could buy socks or whatever um the, it really just explores the history behind like how Fairmount Park is what it is today but I can't remember all of it right now but definitely check it out um it's very beautiful very very calming you there's fish in the water I remember staring at that for like an hour with everyone it was just so beautiful it was a gloomy day but you're surrounded by such such like like the architecture was so thought out and so well planned it was a beautiful blend between like being you were like half inside half outside and you were just walking through different beautiful gardens and how the gardens kind of like interacted in the space with the house as well it was it was a very relaxing experience the wait the only thing the only con was that we had to wait there was a there was a long waiting line we ubered from wherever we were to there and we didn't the uber couldn't even we just told the uber guy to like drop us off at the end of the line because the end of the line was it was near the entrance of the building but it wasn't at the same time so but i i, I remember it moved kind of quickly so yeah we did end up um we did end up networking a lot at the flower show yes so we'll see we'll see if something pops up pops up from that yes but we will hopefully get to go in future years but uh now we're going to get cut into your watch list you've watched a few shows and movies yes so excited okay let's get it let me pull up my notes remember to follow alicia show she's had she has a few old videos but please watch them on youtube a a i l i s h a space s h e r thank you appreciate that okay whatever hopefully um we'll know when we'll play it back so i'm getting into my watch list the first one up what is that sound? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a bad almond to be honest <laughs> guys i promise you nothing is happening all right so first one up this is from apple tv it's called shrinking and i'm giving it a nine straight off the bat i have found my favorite tv show that i actually have to actively wait whole weeks for this is so weird because i don't watch tv anymore because it hurts my eyes but ever since i got like my new glasses and with included blue light i can watch tv longer what what channel is it on it's on apple tv yeah. I thought you said it's on cable cable. No, 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 no. That's taking it back. Um, okay. So I enjoy the storyline of just trying out using brutal honesty in everyday life. That is literally basically the entire like synopsis of a TV show. Mm, I get tired of reality TV, so I would have to switch to cyberpunk where it could happen in real life. <laughs> 
it's a practice I use myself, an institution that started with my mother under the term being real with yourself. I hope there's a season two and I'm waiting. I'm waiting on the next episode, which drops. Wait, wait, no, I'm not waiting on the next episode. I'm waiting to see if there will be a new episode for season two. But I don't know if we've been confirmed for a season two. It should. I think it's really I think the show is really popular, though, but I could be wrong. Um, so there'll be like 10, 10 ish, 10 or 10 to 12 episodes per season. If we get another season, I already said I'm rating it a nine off the bat. Here is the summary. A grieving therapist starts to break the rules by telling his clients exactly what he thinks. Jimmy has lost his wife and wants to try a new approach to his loss, but is but it is unclear how this will help others. And, and throughout the show, like it's, it's kind of, it's really laid back, but it gets heavy and like mental health, mental health wellness and it also shows like the lives of like therapists and how they can be intertwined and everything and i just find the show a good balance between interesting but also not too heavy in terms of like information for me to process when i'm trying to just relax because i like to watch shrinking when like i want a good story i want to watch something interesting you know what i mean so if you're ready for something slightly different and this is a it's a comedy drama so if you like if you if you want to watch something slightly different give it a try you might like it next up on my list is you people this is a movie on netflix i rated this myself and my partner rated this a 9.2 i i have yet to see you people with the iconic jonah hill Mm -hmm. eddie murphy yup julia something dreyfus (laughs) yes um I forgot, I forgot her name, but y'all, y'all, y'all know Nunu from ATL movie. Yes, from the ATL movie. Yeah, that that used to be my movie back in the day. Nothing could tell me any. No one could tell me anything about that movie. Okay. Shout out to you. Right. I haven't seen you people yet. I was on the fence about it. She's thicker. I. I okay. <laughs> um, she used to be a skinny little toothpick, and now she is thick, thick. Right. You right. You right. But um, she's still cute with those little dimples. Go ahead. I see you. Yeah. My mom saw the movie, though. Did she enjoy it? Yeah. Cool. So you people, as a person who has always dated interracially, I stand with this movie, okay? The opening had both me and my partner hooked from jump. It was hella funny, on point, and generally well done. The acting cast was a powerhouse of classic comedian experienced actors. As X just said, Eddie Murphy, Julia Lewis Dreyfus, the woman from Seinfeld. Come on, guys. Come on. We know Julia's, Julia Lewis Dreyfus. Everyone knows her. <laughs> she's, she's, she, it was confirmed in the MC universe that she's working for like Hydra at the ending of Black Widow. If, if you didn't, if you were trying to figure out who that woman was, now you know. You're she, welcome. She will also be leading the team in Thunderbolts. Oh, she has really come. They're really utilizing every actor now. Yeah, they just had to scrap. They just had to scrap the um, the writing for Thunderbolts because they most they focused too much on the cast from Black Widow. So they're working on it again to include everybody's main focus. Gotcha. Uh, where was I? Mike Epps, Dion Cole, and Anthony Anderson, and Jonah Hill. A few moments. Uh, there were a few moments where things looked a teeny bit awkward, but other than that, like it wasn't big enough where I had a big issue with it. I mean, with all those powerhouse comedian actors, you know the movie was fly, okay? I mean, it's a 9.2. It's, I rarely, I rarely rate things so highly. Moving on, so 
back to TV shows. I have been watching a lot of One Piece. Hear me out. So I started One Piece to get to know my partner's interests better. Because, you know, you don't really know who you're dating until you know their interests. So I like how the show actually has layers despite its goofy look. A solid, diverse storyline that has skillfully interwoven storylines that introduces heavy topics. But it still maintains its inherent lightheartedness from the, from the main protagonist, Luffy. It's, it's just very well written. And that's what I've been respecting a lot about it. So I've... In my personal projects, I've been, me and X have both talked about like the comics and the stories that we're creating in our own spare time. So I've been, when I'm not like writing, brainstorming, like how my comic will go, I've been taking, I've been taking points and uh, cues from TV shows and movies that I really, really enjoy and really thinking about why do I enjoy them and how do I get the audience I'm, I'm the target audience that I'm targeting for my comic my, for my future comic how do I how do I touch their hearts the way my hearts have ha, has been touched well actually taken by the straw hat pirates <laughs> um okay one piece is a classic and has been in, oh yeah yeah I wrote this already I think I'm on like episode I'm because you know Luffy one piece one piece takes its time to like really fight people I think 150 is like the first arc i'm on i think i'm on 120 then because we're about to fight crocodile yeah Alrighty. and i think i rated i think i'm rating um one piece a solid eight you know what i mean i like to slap it on whenever i don't know what i want to watch and i want to be and i want to like be i want to walk away feeling empowered but also like content you know it's it's they do a very good job of bringing very dark themes into the show and you would not really notice unless you're actually paying attention you know what i mean so well done i'm a i am officially a straw hat now next up on my list is taking time to rest for your mental health please do not be like me who likes to be busy and still plans too many things in one week and then by the time she gets to her weekend she's like i don't want to do anything please stop contacting me (laughs) please take time for yourself you don't always have to be on go resting is a good thing i mean the lord rested you know if you believe in god someone built everything that we're that we're like you know what i mean someone built everyone you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying and it is easter weekend as we speak so hear me out just the lord rested unless unless you're just into the easter bunny right (laughs) Um, but yeah, that's that's the only little mental health note for me. Moving on. Proud family. Now, I know, I know. I can he- already hear people in the background saying, we don't like, we don't. <laughs> what are we talking about? I mean, I know there were publicans, but. <laughs> we don't like re remade things. We don't like reruns. Oh, we don't like that. We don't like this. Hear me out. The only thing horrible about, not horrible, but I just don't like it. The only thing. The only con to the Proud Family, the new version on Disney Plus, is the theme song. Like I always skip skip over it, and I'm that girl who will listen to the theme song every time she watches it. Every time she watches an episode, like especially if the theme song is good, like I'm singing along. Like it irks the out of my partner, but that's just who I am. You gotta take it or leave it. And I always skip over that theme song. And the theme song was one of the what was my favorite parts about the old Proud Family. So I'm not really feeling that. But it still has the same uh, proud family values, you know? 
penny proud go, living her life and learning things and learn and utilizing the tools that she's been that she's been given by her family about how to be a good person in a world where like your morals are constantly tested and so on and so forth it's a good it's still it's still ringing true to the old proud family so i'm happy to say this is like this is another solid eight for me and you know, i just slap this on when i don't have anything else to watch and i'm kind of doing things but i want to pay a little bit of attention so yeah if if you are waiting for this podcast if you were waiting for this podcast to tell you that the proud family on disney plus is a-okay besides for the theme song here it is you're welcome um let's see and then the last thing on my playlist to discuss is the fact that i went to i was a, i was able to have an experience at the art and theater company down in old city shout out to the art and theater company for the amazing glass um for the late for, for the production of august wilson's uh last play in his 10 part series called radio golf so August Wilson, he wrote ten plays, including Wamini's Black Bottom. Mm-hmm. There, yes, there's wait, so that, many. Wait, wait, that's that's it. Wait, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Yes, Ma you Wayne. did. Mm-hmm. So is Gem of the Ocean. There, there's ten of them. So we only know like a handful. And Radio Golf was the last one that I watched, like the last play that he wrote in his ten-part play series. And the series. They, they discuss the black experience through different um, decades. So, and yes. the one I watched was like took place in the 80s. Yeah, Mulvaney's, it took place in the 80s. Mulvaney's Black Bottom, I believe, took place in the 30s, maybe the 40s. Mm. It, yeah. was de- it was definitely like the Great Depression era and like the time of jazz. Right. I remember watching it and the dude couldn't even, wouldn't, not couldn't, refuse to get her like a Coke. So she was like, I'm not recording until I get my Coke. And she's been, you know what I mean? What she said about, she said this one line about, um, she was completely against recording. Like, she didn't want to record, she didn't want to record on a specific device. Probably, like, um, I forget what the device was, but she was like, they want to steal my voice Mm -hmm. and then manufacture it. And then look now, we got people who can sing like black people, you don't even know. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it was very powerful. And... I'm so thankful to the, for the experience to experience a theater again. It's been a very long time since I've been in a theater. Fun fact, I was a part of a play. Um, it was a school play in collabs with like an, an established theater company. And you know how like they have like the intern students who work with, who go out and yeah, it was that sort of thing. So like it was a, it wasn't just a, oh, I did a school play. It was like a, no, we actually had a real, uh, theater company collab and work with our school and then we performed for our school then performed again for the theater company and it was it was a lot of fun and i wouldn't have remembered that had i not had this experience going to the art and theater so shout outs to them thank you so much for the wonderful time i love the fact that i could sip like alcohol and my sister wouldn't know because we both got sippy cups like she brought like a soda and it she got it in this big sippy cup and i got uh some dry some dry wine and drunk it in a small sippy cup so it was we had a great time and they 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 also have i mean it was too late for us because i didn't know about it but on the back of our tickets we we have coupons for like a um restaurant that partners with the the theater so at some point i'll have to take my sister back so we can enjoy that cool i've been to arden before for like excuse me 
like an open house training Ooh. in headshots. That's actually Excuse where I got me. my first headshot, but nice. I never got to see a play there. Well, it was, we got to do that then. It was high school years, and you know I've done a lot of high a school lot. plays. Yeah. Um, I, I might work for musical theaters, but even though I would prefer to do motion picture, but I might do musical theater. So yeah, I feel that. And that is it for my playlist. Thanks you, thank you guys for tuning in to listen to me rant and rave and share the things that I'm, I've been up to lately. Okay. I'm going to swing it over back to X while I take, take this drink of water. Cool. So now we have an hour and a half. We have a few more, a few questions, gaming. But let's start off with at least one or two TV series. So the talk of the town... The beginning of this year was The Last of Us finally giving getting a live action adaptation on HBO Max. So, I really enjoyed watching The Last of Us Part 1 in live action. And this is coming from someone who never got to play the game growing up, but enjoys the story. I recently, in the month of March, finally got to play the first two hours of the PS5 version via free trial. And I enjoyed it. Like, it's... Like, they look much older. The gameplay seems better. Stealth missions kept me a little on edge. And this is a game where you have to explore in order to craft weapons and skills. Not to mention the graphics are beautiful. And the characters look much older in PS5 compared to the PS4 version. Which is also free on PS Plus Premium. Anybody who owns a PS3, 4, or 5 knows the story of Joel and Ellie. Traveling across the nation to find a cure... For a two-decade zombie apocalypse, Pedro Pascal from The Mandalorian is a great portrayal of Joel, and Bella Ramsey, the Night Watch girl, weapon team Jon Snow for the last two seasons of The Game of Thrones, actually surprised me as Ellie. She was actually pretty funny. There was a few scenes where she was so funny. Oh, okay. Even when the, with the pun intended book, mm-hmm. and for a fourteen-year-old girl with trust issues, Ramsey had a lot of screw you moments, feeling a little bit more separate from Ellie in the game, mm-hmm. voiced by El- Ashley Johnson. Not to mention the original VAs have cameos in this show. This character is like the legend Troy Baker, who's the original voice, the original voice of Joel. He's playing James. Guy Ellie meets in the winter with David, aka Meth Joel, in the words of Israeli Five. It, he looks like Joel, just, just like more evil, untrustworthy, mm. kind of a, kind of a pedo in religious nutcase. Oh man! I mean, I figure if the world's ending and you can do whatever you want, there would be a there would be a lot of people who probably have some things yeah. that they want to do that aren't great. He, he runs a group Jesus. he runs a group but he, he can't be trusted like and also he's he's a cannibalist like he talk about everything what? happens for a reason get out of here Jesus Christ <laughs> but, as y'all can tell I did not get into any but, I, I'm scared of like walking dead stuff so <laughs> um, yeah it's yeah it's like I am legend zombies and like clickers that look like disgusting flower faces mm, now okay. There was spores in this game, but they took it out in the TV show. But shout out to Troy Baker, the OG Joe playing James. And there's also Ashley Johnson in the finale episode. She played Ellie's lost mother, 
Anna giving birth to Ellie and finally revealing a plot point that people have had theories on on how is Ellie immune and now her mother was mentioned her mother was mentioned in the game by Marlene the Queen Firefly in the final level of the game but was never shown so this is the first you've ever seen of her and and I was gonna bring up a comic point because like Neil Druckmann posted like a comic cover on Twitter prior to the last episode called The Last of Us American Daughters made by Dark Horse Comics and speaker of comics there was a 2013 comic of Ellie's prequel in The Last of Us American Dreams. Mm. Yeah. And you know it's funny when the first four to five episodes premiere by the time of the Super Bowl that they changed the iconic crash scene in Pittsburgh to Kansas City. Alone and forsaken by fate and by man. Oh Lord, if you hear me, please hold my hand. Oh, please understand. I heard that, is her name Ellie? The girl? Yes. She has a YouTube channel where she just plays, I think she plays songs that are, specific songs that are probably tied to the game. Maybe. Um. Yeah, The Last of Us Part 2, she's played some guitar songs. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like, um, Ashley Johnson has a song out from the Take On Me cover mm-hmm. by Aha. Uh-huh. Gotcha. It's more sad. It's more slow and sad. Yeah, I figured. But anyway, did I mention everyone? Troy Baker, Ashley Johnson, Laura Bailey is in the last episode, but not too many lines. Laura Bailey is the voice of Abby from Last of Us Part Two, the the muscle woman, the uh, the next Joel, (laughs) and uh, who else? I didn't notice, but the guy that was a soldier in episode four and five. With the gray beards and long hair, mm-hmm. he was actually the voice of Tommy. So that's like a lot of VAs becoming actors. That's what's up. I actually, have a Troy Baker autograph when he was voicing the uh, Batman Telltale. That's what's up. That's really cool, actually. So pros: great cast, same heartbreaking scene, sticks to source material, and great prequel writing. The fun, like they just. They gave a logic behind how people infected. It's not like regular disease or getting bit. It's fungus logic. Like, mm. like they, like fungus grows in the ground and is so connected. And that explains why there's so many of the infected nowadays. Mm. Okay, gotcha. Also, you said they left something out. The spores, probably because if you think about it, it's probably a lot of work for them to to make that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, but. That's also how you would tell someone's going to get affected. Like, if you break your gas mask, like, mm. spores would be all over the breathing. Gotcha. But I guess the fungus seems to work on the TV, so. Gotcha. But the clickers and bloaters are definitely more scary than in the game. Mm. Or maybe I haven't played the game that much. I just beat the PS4 one last month, so that game is another completed game. What's up? Maybe, what's up. maybe I'll play it again. PS5 is kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to play this game. It's, it's not like a game you can keep replaying. Mm. But that's all the pros. That's all the good pros. The only cons I have were like spores don't exist in the show, and I'm worried how that's going to affect in season two. Even though I'm really not excited for season two, because if you watched or played part two when it came out in Corona or after. 
I don't know how to say this without spoiling it without Joel being near the whole time if you cast my drift it, it kind of takes a turn for the worse the gameplay looked good but like the whole revenge story it, it didn't end well for me like I think Ellie be, Leo becomes what she feels to become alone but maybe 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 the season 2 will actually be good but I, I'm personally not going to watch it but anyway, the only cons I have was how I questioned Spores not being there. The only con I have was, like, episode three. Like, Bill and his partner. Like, the whole episode was about them. And it felt like filler. It felt real to me. Mm. But but anyways, the whole show is good. Shout out The Last of Us cast and crew. Good luck with season two. Shout out Sony, PlayStation Studios, Naughty Dog. Um, I have an, I have another seg- segment about Naughty Dog that I will get to later on. Mm-hmm. But I'm giving The Last of Us Season 1 9.5 out of 10. It is a show of the year contender. Gotcha. And now, it's time for another shout out. Marvel's Dino Girl on Disney+. Plus. I believe you, Al, you've had a comic of Dino Girl and her dinosaur. I did. Um, I brought this. I think I was like fresh out of high school, and I was like, "All right, let me." I got some money. Let me. I think she was my first comic, and I remember reading it and being like, "This is great," but like, it's not for me anymore because I'm not a little girl who's looking for. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I gave it to. I believe I gave it. I don't think I gave it to my little sister. I gave it to one of uh, a close uh, family friends' child. You know, you know how you have close family friends and stuff. Yeah. Uh, her name is Zoe. I gave it to Zoe, and she loved it because she's younger than me. So like, this is what she's looking for. She's looking for representation. She's looking. I can tell. You know, you you know how you can tell. Like, I can see my younger self across the room. Like, Zoe's kind of kind of reminds me of my younger lost self, looking for like representation in this awesome, fantastical world where so much can happen. But like, why are we not having the melanin happening? You know what I'm saying? So. It's so cool. I feel like a real OG to be like, oh, yeah, I read that comic, and now it's on Disney+. Plus. So I can't wait to see if what I remember matches up with anything that's there. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to watch it. It's animated. Right. So watch that. I also recommend watching live-action Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Watch it's Young on my Hero. watch list, yeah. And one more TV show. They just launched a lot of episodes that me and my mom have not caught up in. Mm-hmm. But the Mandalorian season three premiere. We've waited a long time for the Mandalorian season three premiere. Mm. Um, I swear I have these labeled. It's just everywhere. Understood. In the meantime, make sure you guys are following us on all your streaming platforms. Shout out to the Google Podcast fam. Like we see y'all, we see the presence in y'all, and we're working on. We're gonna work on like. Something where we can specifically reach out to you guys. You know what I mean? Because you're showing us so much love. And we appreciate that. Definitely don't feel free to DM DM us with podcast questions. We'd love to answer some questions. Yes. Yes. Please. Whether it's Marvel related or like... I don't know. Mm. Anything. Pop culture. If you want us to get more on a personal level. Because I feel like I get more when I go into a personal level. I don't know. I'm assuming. But, uh... Yeah. 
Mandalorian. Um, the first episode was good. I don't know how the if it's gonna be as great as the first two, but mm -hmm. I'm interested in him trying to go back to the the original place of the Mandalorian to be forgiven for his sins, Ooh. and hopefully maybe um. The red-haired woman, I keep forgetting her name because she's in all the animated series. I hope maybe she'll get the Darksaber and lead them. But it looks good so far. We actually see a lot of Mandalorian in the beginning. And we get to see some familiar faces. Right. You know Sasha Banks is going to be in one of the episodes. Right. But uh, big talk of the town, I got to do shout-outs. The original voice actor for Jar Jar Blinks in Phantom Menace... He's returned to Star Wars, and he stars himself, not Jar Jar Blinks. Misa, he stars as himself. That's not his real name. I'm just, I'm just saying the name because that's what Jar Jar Blinks used to say. Why Misa is blah blah blah. <laughs> but the uh, the act, the voice actor for Jar Jar Blinks finally gets to play as himself, and he was a Jedi Master mm -hmm. with the green lightsaber. So that's cool. And an episode just came out two days ago, and it has Lizzo and Jack Black in it. But I love Jack Black. If Jack Black is in something, I'm gonna watch that because. What about Super Mario? Oh God, I'm not gonna <laughs> pay for that. I'll watch it, but I'm not paying for it. Okay. I seen, I mistakenly seen the um, SNL's version, and I was like, if that's what that is, I am not watching that. <laughs> uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's not, but uh, Jack, yeah, Jack Black is a pretty cool character. It's School of Rock is now about to have its 20th anniversary. Oh, that's what's up. That was one of my favorite. Uh, childhood movies we passed up i passed up on uh, free tickets to see the new mario movie the fifth but i got work you know sometimes you gotta prioritize work over playtime unfortunately and more star wars shout outs it is april so by the end of this month star wars jedi survival will be coming out the end of this month for all gaming consoles and P pc mm. so so be up on that. I know y'all waited a long time for a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. It's gonna be fun. It stars yeah. the guy that plays Cal Kestis. He's going to play Adam Warlock in Guardians Volume Three. Mm. He has a whole build, and you can like I saw some like customization. You can customize lightsabers. You can customize cloaks. Nice. You can even customize his build. So like half saved or like mm -hmm. have a big build like Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> I think I might have brought it, brought the newest Star Wars game for like three bucks because it was on sale. Oh yeah, it, it was on sale. It was also free, but I like beat the game, so I wasn't gonna like give like PlayStation. Right. I have to start completing games. I've been really obsessed with Don't Starve Together. Mm. I've been playing it with my partner. So far, we've survived ten days, which is very hard to do. And because you have to take, you have to, it's. It's not just feeding your person, right? You gotta feed and find the food. Mm. You have to somehow keep their health up. We haven't exp explored the entire world yet, but we've explored like a good cover of air, like five different areas. And I know the the map is pretty huge because it's a whole server. Like, it's reminds a lot. Me, I'll show. Reminds you. me of another game I was thinking of. It's a roguelike game like Hades mm -hmm. and Dead Cells. Oh yeah, um, that waifu. Waifu Leah was playing. She was telling me about it was um, look kind of a sheep in a demon world. I'm trying oh, to remember what it was called. Uh, uh, Cult of the Lamb. Cult of the Lamb. Yeah, that was. I, that is on my list of getting. But that's that's the type of games I would yeah. rather play on my yeah when that, I get my Steam Deck. Yeah, that's now on uh, PS4, PS5 game cases like last month. Ah, nice. Yeah, we're actually about to get into our gaming 
segue, but I also want to shout out Rosario Dawson, starring as the famous Ahsoka Tano in her in the Ahsoka TV series. Mm-hmm. Now we all know Ahsoka Tano from like the Clone Wars movie, the Clone Wars TV series, mm-hmm. even an older version of her in Rebels, and she has been in live action Mandalorian season two and Book of Boba Fett. So we we finally begin Ahsoka Tano own show. See where her life has lead her after after the fall of the Empire and losing Anakin, Darth Vader, her master, and everything after Star Wars Rebels show. And it's gonna be fun. A lot of callbacks. Yeah. I enjoy watching Ahsoka fight mm-hmm. in the entire Star Wars universe. Um, Rebels characters will be calling, coming back. Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, a.k.a. Huntress, a.k.a. Ramona Flowers, will be playing the Green Lady, I forget her name, from Rebels. Gotcha. And that comes out in August. Cool. And so, gaming. Do you want to start or should I? Go ahead. So I got to start with... PS Plus Premium finally bought PS5 finally bought PlayStation Plus membership for 18 for the biggest membership mm-hmm. RIP my Xbox Legacy on 360 and Xbox One I'm having fun with it I haven't downloaded every game because there's download versus stream and I don't feel like streaming everything but I'm having fun with a lot of games I played Ultra Street Fighter 4 Jack 2 Tekken 2 Street Fighter Five. I even tried out the Evil Dead game. Not definitely not seeing Evil Dead Rise. Even if someone I'm dating wanted to go, it <laughs> comes out the end of this month. I just read some of the spoilers. I've seen the review, the final review trailer that came out today. I'm like, I'm not watching this. Mm. Even if, y'all say it's the scariest Evil Dead so far. I've seen the original. I've seen Astros Evil Dead. Those are more funnier. I'm not. Raising my heart rate like that. <laughs> Even if Bruce Campbell, I respect him. Even if he gave me cop million tickets, I don't think I would still go. <laughs> anyway, the game was okay, but I didn't play that much of it. Mm-hmm. I've beaten God of War 3 finally for the first time, as well as Jack 3. Let's go. Jack, it was fun watching you play Jack. I beat The Last of Us PS4 version. What else? I said Street Fighter 5. I downloaded. Horizon Forbidden West, but I got stuck in the beginning. Mm. I've yet to play the Koi. I'm replaying Life is Strange True Colors on stream, even though it won't go public, because DMCA, even though I have the music off. What else? I think that's all the games I could think about. I do want to play The Force Unleashed 1 and 2. Mm. Okay. Maybe stream that. Gotcha. And... I'm glad to finally play PlayStation icons I never got to play. I also, wow, I beat Last of Us. I think in the monthly gaming sack boy is now around. I think I only got to play a little bit of Little Big Plank 3, so that would be good to play. Mm-hmm. Also, I need to play Sly Cooper, Ratchet and Clank's Uncharted yeah. Legacy of Thieves, oh yeah. as well as 1, 2, and 3. I'm going to have to bump up Uncharted, Uncharted on my list. Yeah, that's such a good one. I remember watching my siblings play it. Like, literally, I remember growing up and watching them play it, too. So now I'm like, why wasn't I playing with them? What was yeah. I doing? <laughs> yeah. A new exclusive just came out, Jachia. So I got to try that. I'll show you the video of that game. Okay. But are uh, you? Ah, for me, I have, let's see. 
in March, I've spe- specifically been gaming. Don't starve together. But like, I'm not, I haven't been doing an online um, browser because you can make your, it's a whole world, right? I've been doing like offline, my own private browser, which is me and my partner who joins in whenever he wants. Um, me and my partner kind of tag tag team play so like if something's too hard i'll just be like babe and then i'll just like hand him the controller and if something's too hard for him he'll be like you got this so me miss playing with people like like inside like not online like at least my brother or a few friends right i remember doing that at like cookouts and stuff every so often um but hellblade is jesus like the fighting is kind of hard to explain because it seems kind of pointless but you have to keep fighting until a certain point. And I mean, the, the game is, when you play it, you'll understand why this game was nominated as like, I forget what it was not, what the nomination was for specifically, but I think it had something to do with mental health because, look it up, Sinuous, sinuous Sacrifice. Um, if, it a, uh, if it was a Game Awards, it might be access and innovation or accessibility, something like that. Something like that. This is, I know this is one of the first few games uh, tailored specifically to represent like people with mental health the main protagonist senua that you are playing spoiler alert she figures at the end at the end of it we the people playing realize this bitch is crazy like she literally just been hallucinating the whole time well she's getting the second game she's still crazy right <laughs> right but shout out to uh team ninja right most deaf thank you people that made a uh, ninja gaiden they made the new Wulong mm. dynasty, new dynasty, mm-hmm. and um, they also made the um, the DMC Devil May Cry game with the uh, realistic Dante. We don't talk about. I think. Oh, so you guys remember last time I was talking? I th- hopefully, last time I was talking about Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. I haven't beat that, and I'm realizing that's like a huge do it in your own time. It, it, you like you're, you have to explore. To get to certain levels and blah 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 it's been stressing me out so that's why that's a that's at a back burner i've been playing overcooked but right now remember i said it was low stress now it's high stress and we haven't been playing it as much trying to we just don't fuck with it anymore because uh when you play try one you're like okay i understand this game and you play trying two it's just like um so we've been seriously considering just skipping to trying three because mm-hmm. trying to was like why there are these like there are these huge there are these huge fucking plant things right mm-hmm. and like if you're right here it can go all the way over here bro like so if you're over here it can still get you i don't understand it looks like yeah. it should only be on this but like if you if you make it to the other side it can still eat you at the other side so it's like i <sighs> mind you mind you guys i am a I would still classify myself as a newbie player and my partner's been playing for like ever so he's not a newbie at all it's making me think about spiral but i, I don't like spiral like that or quest mm. but any but anyways um I, there's a charm four on ps plus yes i have the ultimate collection i'm just gonna skip to and try three but i don't feel good about skipping things because like i feel like there's sometimes i feel like there's an order for a reason you know what i mean i'm like, playing i'm gonna have to play god of war I've ordered. i played ragnarok then three now i gotta do god of war 2018 and then one two three i i'm not going to stream it because it's too violent mm. understood didn't you say you were gonna have um a guy's talk about the violence and how it's like it's mainstream that's what a yeah. lot of people like now. We might still have one about 
financial stability even though I'm not working right now. And then we need another one. Yeah, guys talking about the violence in pop culture and media. Yeah. In media. I also wanted to put The Boys Season 3 on trial. I know Season 4 is coming up, but I want to put Season 3 on trial. I gotta review it. Mm. I haven't... I haven't personally seen the episodes, but I've been watching clips. I know the plot, so... Okay. That could be something to do on the YouTube platform. Like, YouTube maybe, like, like visual podcasts, whenever yeah. we don't want to... You know what I mean? Yeah, have a... Yeah. Yeah, have a animated picture of me. I put um, either Marvin Milk or Soldier Boy on the front line in Homelander. Mm-hmm. In court. Y'all gotta tune into X's like Twitch streams. They are funny. He has like, it's like watching another. Tri- I don't know. It's funny. Yeah, I saw it using. I saw it using the uh, the blip sounds, even though I don't have my PC, so I had to like use it for my laptop. Um, I was almost contemplating like retiring from Twitch because I'm not making any money from it. Nobody's subscribing. Mm, unfortunately. Yeah. Well. Those emojis I paid for by Zyx Draw Z Y X A A. Yeah. Z-Y-A-X-E underscore draws. Mm-hmm. I might just make those into T-shirts and give us some profit. T-shirts Podcast. Podcast merch. I was taking music must, but maybe podcast. We're thinking along similar lines. Yeah. I have a very... I had a very short list of games this year. Because, like, I've been... You know, I've been working a lot more, so... Right, right. I was thinking games... Games that I need to buy again for PlayStation that I want to play again. Hades. I just talked to somebody who was playing Hades at GameStop on the Switch. If I buy Hades, like, I'll just let you borrow it so that way. You know what I mean? Cool, cool. Yeah. What else? I, I want to get Streets of Rage 4 again. Mm-hmm. I got to get... I didn't get to play enough of it. I got to play TMNT Shredder's Revenge. Mm-hmm. Even though TMNT Cowabunga Collection just came out. Ooh, Okay. Well, it came out in June, so it hasn't been that long. My biggest thing to get is a Steam Deck. That's what I want. Because there are certain games I'd rather play on a smaller screen, so I feel like I have more control. Like, Don't Starve Together, I love that. But it's so weird playing it on my PlayStation. And you got to use, like, everything. And you have to remember what everything does. And there's so many things to do. I I I find it hard to remember things on the PC because I'm more of a, a console controller player compared to, like, mouse and keyboard. I just, I guess for me, certain things, like, games are usually pretty simple, but, like, once they get complicated where you got to use both analog sticks, I'm like, all right, I'd rather play this on a a smaller screen, but Oh, I got to play the, I got to play Blizzard Entertainment's Diablo 4. Ooh. It was as a druid. It was actually pretty good. Oh, okay. I've been seeing a lot of trailers about that. It does look good. Nice. Yeah, it was my first time playing a Diablo game. Gotcha. But, uh, we're almost, we're about two hours in, so let me, which I just wrap, wrap this up. Um, Hogwarts Legacy has been the talk of the town for February. It has. It's only available for next-gen consoles and PC right now. Coming to current-gen, maybe in May, but don't quote me on that. It's coming to Switch in the summer, but I won't hold my breath because mm-hmm. Switch doesn't always have the best graphics compared to consoles. Right. But I bought the standard version of Hogwarts Legacy, not the Dark Arts Deluxe Edition. I got it from GameStop <laughs> and got a nice tin poster. 
Now, I can't spoil anything because Punky Al nor has cousin Pinky played it. But I am enjoying it. Team Ravenclaw, but shout out the Team Gryffindors. Let's I've been, go. I've been telling all the streamers, YouTubers, and friends, family, and there was a large population of Slytherins and a handful Woo-hoo! of people using dark art spells. Mm. Now, there is some controversy that if you use the dark curses, the unforgivable curses, mm. there's no consequences. But personally, I've only put 8 hours in the game over someone who has put 100 hours into it. I'm told only 25% of people have played the game, but I'm going to try to do this without unforgivable curses. Right. I mean, isn't the game an open-world RPG? Yeah. So you can choose morally where you want to be? Yeah. Unforgivable curses is like they can help you. Help. They can help you defeat against enemies, but as again, it's going up against your morals, like you're becoming dark arts person. But there's some controversy. Like some people who have played it further or have completed mm. it, there's no consequence for it in this RPG. That's interesting because the HP world, like you are not supposed to use the unforgivables, but isn't this like a, like a century before or a decade? Century. Gotcha. So maybe that's why, like, there's no real, like, because there wasn't a dark, like, Grindelwald, Grindelwald wasn't, wasn't alive. You know what I mean? If there isn't a dark lord or lady to, to set a dark standard, then it may, then I guess it makes sense. Yeah. That it wouldn't be that big of an issue. It's like, don't do that. But if you do that, I'm not going to, like, reprimand you. I don't know. Uh, I've only put eight hours into this game compared to my friends and everyone else, but I will get back to it soon. Yeah. I mess around with PS Plus too many times, and Overwatch 2 was about to get season four. Mm. There's a new healer support called Life Weaver. The ladies are going crazy for him, but there's going to be a few game modes. I wish they have co-op campaign already, but I, I hope it's be fun. I will get the Hogwarts Legacy soon. I hope I hope the hate and controversy from Wizarding World doesn't stop you from playing this game because compared to what J.K. Rowling has been saying about the book, she didn't write this. This was written by the fans and they actually do have like a trans character in the game. Like, um, this is a mid-spoiler, but there's a trans character hosting the, the three broomsticks serving you butterbeer. Okay, cool. And that's all I have for Hogwarts Legacy. One game I did beat, God of War Ragnarok. And shout out to Sony Santa Monica Studios. They just dropped a new Game Plus version. Mm. So, probably a little bit longer. They got new armor, new abilities. You can choose an arena and choose to play as Kratos or Atreus. And you can have a partner with you, like, between... Who the killed this game? I forgot the game already. Um... The uh, the dwarf brothers, or druid, or okay. what was the Valkyrie queen's name again? Freya. Freya. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also Thor, I think. Cool. Make sure you follow us at Xavion Excellence, and at the Painted Up John. Alicia shares like my personal one, so. Right. Yeah. Right. So. I'm oh, oh 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 about to mess up. I did not mean to type. <laughs> I made a YouTube video of God full Ragnarok. It hasn't been getting a lot of views, a lot of likes though or comments. Make sure you follow us on YouTube. 
Xavion Excellence. At Xavion Excellence. Show some love. So, God of War Ragnarok. Kratos, the God of War, is another PlayStation franchise icon I never got to touch. I played 2018 God of War for two hours and never finished. But shout out The Martian. He just had his birthday. He's one of the hosts of We The First Entertainment, a.k.a. WTF Entertainment on Spotify. And he's beating the game. Congrats. I've just recently beat God of War 3 Remastered and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed playing Kratos and Atreus, exploring the Norse mythology, and fighting Thor, voiced by Sam Crow's Ryan Huss. I've beaten, I've beaten 30, I beat it in 31 hours, and then I tortured myself for 26 more hours trying to be a completionist and defeat all the side quests and bosses, and it paid off. This is my first platinum game on PS5, 100% completion. Ooh, nice Now, if you just got a PS5 or PS4, I wouldn't torture yourself like I did to complete this. Mm. I just say play the story and then move on. <laughs> Unless you care for the end game, because that the end game bosses, the ruin, the ruin bosses, and then the new Valkyrie Queen, Freya's one of Freya's friends. What was her name? Gnar or something. Okay. Gnar GNA. Like, she was super difficult. Mm. The Valkyries don't play. It's clearly. Like, they are super fast. In the MC universe, don't don't we have... Well, didn't we have Valkyries, but they're all dead, so they're now as... The new Asgardian king is a Valkyrie? Used to be a Valkyrie? Maybe. Marvel and, like, Axel... Sony Santa Monica's Norse War is a little different. I don't know. Gotcha. But the bosses, man... Thor wasn't even that hard. He killed me like once. And I beat him on the, s- the second round. Odin was way harder than him. Mm. Gnar is harder than both of them, but Odin was way harder. He killed me like. I don't think I died on his first phase, but I definitely died on his second phase. Mm. Okay. But, yeah, that's all I have for God of War Ragnarok. I gave it like an 8.5, maybe a 9. Mm-hmm. Foes. Great casting. Lady Sif is voice. Lady Sif is the same VA of Elena from Uncharted. It has a beautiful open world. The 2018 story got better, and there's fun combat with three weapons. Boy, you get not only the Blaze of Chaos and the and the axe from the 2018 game, but you also get a new weapon, a spear that you can throw multiple times and then just explode it on enemies. Oh, nice. Yeah. Is that Atreus' what weapons? No. This is um, Kratos' weapons. Atreus, you get to finally play Atreus, and he just uses a bow and hell. Later on, he gets to use a sword, mm-hmm. and he also... Well, this would be spoilers if I go further. He has his own abilities separate. Can't he shapeshift? Yes, he is part druid since he is a giant, so he can shapeshift into gotcha. like a wolf and a bear. Mm-hmm. He also still talk to snakes. Gotcha. But those are the pros, the cons, no matter the difficulty. The game is hard. I'm not even playing it on the Ultimate God of War version. Maybe I'll play on New Game Plus, but I don't know. There's too many puzzles, not enough combat. I, From all the streamers I've seen, I feel like that's the main problem, especially the Black, Black Okage. Shout out to him. He, he claims this is definitely the third best game of 2022. Elden Ring. Plague Tale Requiem and then God of War Ragnarok because it's Definitely. too many puzzles yeah. and not enough combat. 
compared okay. to 2018 because gotcha. it's God of War supposed to fight not do puzzles and the mi- <laughs> the middle of the story is kind of a slow burner mostly the Norns missing I I can't stand the Norns they were so annoying <laughs> but the beginning and the ending were great some realms I liked more than others too much scattered exploration I cannot stand the one with the elves was okay, but the one, Vanheim, that was the one I couldn't stand. It's like too much. Mm. And okay. also, Vanheim is the one where you can like, it's like a Tibetan cleansing bowl. Mm. Okay. It has sound. It has sounds when you move around and like it changes the time. Like wolves fly in the sky and then like they change, that's change it dope. to day to night. That is so cool. Yeah, but that's all I got from God of War Ragnarok finally got to play it. Now I only need to play Elden Ring and play Tale Requiem which still is an hour to trial on PS Plus. I am going to Jesus. I've been talking about it's funny that Plague Tale Requiem became the one of the top three games of last year because that's all I was talking about man. And you know I'm, I'm playing the old one. I'm gonna have, I have to remember to go back and finish that. Jesus I have so many games yeah, that I, like I gotta make a list. And I, know, like, I know I can't beat the first one. I don't I don't do stuff games. I don't even play Metal Gear Solid. What kind of game is it? Is, is it like soft horror? Would you call it soft no, horror? No, no, no. Metal Gear Solid is another iconic video game. You know Snake, right? With the eye pads. He's like a stealth person. Missing oh, okay. ops. Okay. Like, maybe if you know Metal Gear Solid 5 or like one of those waifus, uh, what's her name? Mm. Quiet. Okay. I- I'll show you the game later. Yeah, yeah. But I, I would rather play Metal Gear Rising Vengeance with that guy, he just he could just walk around in armor and fight people with weapons. And I, I the memes, do. like we all know, President Armstrong, like that, <laughs> talking about making America great again. He's wow. hilarious. Now nah, he he was a senator. He still he played f- college football. Like he he can fight. He can fight. He his whole body is fueled with nano machines. Okay. <laughs> like th- okay, th- this man could take on anybody. He, I, I, he could take on Iron Man. Oh, alrighty, we up there. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta show you the video later for sure. But Maybe I, I should think about buying. Um, what's that game? Where like, oh man, it's it's not Saints Row, but it looks like it. Sunset something, Sunset Drive. Sunset Overdrive. That's a good game. I'm. That's what I want to play. I'm gonna buy that. I want to play that on my console. I think that was for PC and Xbox One exclusively. Exclusive. I did buy it on the Steam, but I'm locked out of my Steam. So it is a good game. It was a fun game. Oh. Um, I think that's all I have gaming. I think I already talked about Overwatch Season Three. I loved it. I got Gold One last night on Ranked Mystery Heroes. Mystery Heroes is new. Ranked. Thank you. Ranked Mystery Heroes is new, but I enjoyed it more. Enjoyed it more than doing a role selection because I was losing masses. And I was still in Silver trying to get the gold with Waifu Leah. But Silver 3, role selection, Mystery Heroes, Gold 1, recommended. And I'm just going to say that. I haven't reached my first gold. I think I have like silver. I definitely have a couple of silver trophies. Maybe not a lot. Maybe like five, but like on the PlayStation. On PlayStation. You know how, like, they um, have the, the bronze, the, you know what I mean? Uh, I, was, I haven't... My bad. Go ahead. I was talking about Winkins, but yeah, yeah, I got a lot of trophies now. Yeah, I haven't gotten there. You guys will know, you guys will know first when I get my first, like... Yeah. First platinum or gold? First first gold, then platinum. I'd say the I'm easiest probably 
I think the easiest part the maybe Life is Strange if you're like super explorer um maybe oh, yeah. Lego games okay easy um what else I'll probably do I'll go back to streaming Life Life is Strange I only stopped cause uh I don't know why I stopped but I'll, I can restart that definitely I'm almost done True Colors I was stuck in episode one of Before the Storm mm. I don't think I'll ever play Life is Strange 2 though Mm. The one with the two boys? Yep. You sure? It's a Halloween. It starts with Halloween. Why is oh, everyone I'm so sorry. Maybe I'll, I'll fight through it. Maybe I'll have to fight through it. Mm, but anyways... It may not be worth it. Anyways, <laughs> have you ever played co-op games competitively? Like, Overwatch 2 has linked missing, so does Fortnite and Apex. I used to be big on Fortnite. Like, me and my sister, we would always get, like, in our area, because I know that... Fortnite goes by your area like we would be like in the top 10 you know what I mean but then I fell off and my partner doesn't want to play Fortnite with me so I'm like I'm not gonna play it by myself even though they just had unreal engine editor Mm. maybe I'll download but I'll probably delete it again I I don't really care for this new season compared to last season was the only reason I got Battle Plus because I've been saving V-Bucks and I got almost all the characters on the Battle Pass Mm -hmm. I got the Doom Slayer Finally, and congrats. We're almost two hours in the core down, so I gotta try to wrap this up. But I think, yeah, I finally gotten gold on Overwatch. I've once got gold for season nine, the one with Val, one with Valkyrie Ooh. on Apex. But uh, I believe that's all we have for gaming. So the Overwatch. Oh, Naughty Dog! Naughty Dog needs to bring back Jack and Daxter. Mm. It looked like a lot of fun watching you play it. Yeah, so I don't care how many Last of Us or Uncharted fans I know. Any chance I get to talk about Naughty Dog's original PS or Jack and Dexter, I will. Although it's a third-person shooter, like its prede- although it's a third-person shooter, unlike its predecessors. No wait. Ah, let me start that again. Although it's a third-person shooter, like its predecessors, it's less of an action investor game and more of an old-school platformer. This franchise took over the entire PS2 era. The only reason I know about this franchise is because one of my cousins had the sequel, Jack 2. Not a hardcore platformer, but I enjoyed the Jack and Daxter story. I played Jack 2, Daxter on PSP, beat Jack X Combat Racer on PS2, loved that one. Had a good soundtrack too, like Queens of the Stone Age is on it. Mm, okay. And recently just beat Jack 3 on PS Plus. I haven't played the precursor Legacy yet, was the first one. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the cutscenes, but we don't talk about the Lost Frontier. You know, the ones with the pirates. Mm-hmm. Traveling through the forest, New Haven City, and the deserts of Spargus, using four guns with upgrades, driving, flying, light and dark abilities, secrets and cheats, and slightly annoying mini-games. Jack and Dexter 1 starts with Dexter falling into a dark ego and becoming an orange asshole. Whatever that is in reality. <laughs> so they travel to stop the forces of evil from releasing Dark Eagle on the island. And there's these ancestors called the Precursors. Jack and Dexter 1 was more lighthearted, but the world's favorite franchise favorite is Jack 2. Mm. Jack 2 starts with the gang making a machine that accidentally opens a rift and sends him to a time jump, which they later find out is the future. The duo separates, and for two years Jack was in prison. This is where Daxter on his PSP spinoff spent the two years as an exterminator hunting bugs and waifus. (laughs) Literally. But back to Jack 2. 
During the two years, Jack was the one being turned by Dark Eco, tortured and experimented on in prison for two years. Dexter finally rescues him, but not before we see his transformation and hear his first dark words. His first words, like he's going to kill Bill and Praxis, and he turns into his dark eco self. But he snaps out of it because he, he won't kill Dexter. And that's how Jack 2 saw it. So they break out of prison, join the underground to take down Bill and Praxis, Arrow, the captain of the Crimson Guards, and creatures called the Metalheads. Jack is built differently than when he started. He gets guns this time, he becomes a racer, he gets a hoverboard, and he has a lot of talking. He has a lot of lines of talking, just trash talking, always angry. Naughty Dog went all the smoke on the sequel. Jack 2 even has iconic side characters such as Torn, the underground soldier, Aslan, the daughter of the villain, beautiful waifu redhead, Tess, the underground's informant and Daxter's woman, old lady Odin, and the bird Pekka, who's just become so annoying. He's in every game. <laughs> Getting better gigs than Daxter. Mm. And the brother Sig with the Peacemaker. Peacemaker is one of my favorite guns. Gotcha. Jack 3, in my opinion, took Jack 2 and made it more fun. Gun modifications for more combat, hunting, for armor and items such as Eagle Crystals. Jack 3 stalks with Jack and Daxter getting kicked out of New Haven City and banished to the deserts for the dark powers. For Jack's dark eagle powers. The people of Spargus saved them and put their skills to the test. The leader, Deimos, was dropping gems to Jack. Big boy Cleaver hating on them the whole game, but has some funny cutscenes, like when they first meet. <laughs> like you talking to me <laughs> and seen a monk voiced by Taylor Strong who you know is the iconic voice of Harley Quinn also a voice of the clock lady Miss Menace and Loki Seen <laughs> studies the secrets of the precursors hating the duo in the beginning but becomes an ally later on near the ending and I was going to add a video Maybe add one of like cutscenes and talk scenes from the game, but probably not gonna add that. So, oh no, oh no. there was one time when Seam broke the fourth wall, and it's like you still here? Yeah, we thought we hang out, catch some ways. This isn't a game. <laughs> <laughs> I like when they tastefully break the fourth walls. Yeah, back to the plot. The precursors need to help again to destroy the Dark Makers that will destroy the world with Dark Eagle. Other antagonists include Vigor, the Count. Other antagonists include Vigor, the Counselor of Hagen City, who kicked out Jack, and the return of Aero as a cybernetic monster leading the Crimson Guards. But now we have Blue Guards led by Aslan and Torn, so. They go back to Haven City, they fight in Sparga's death matches. You find out more about Jack's past and the truth about Lamar, the city's hero. Explore catacombs, lying, laying down bullets in a war, meet the real precursors, which is hilarious by the way. And instead of his main woman, Kira, Jack hits it off with Aslan at the end? Like, instead of his longtime girlfriend, Kira, at the ending, they have him kiss Aslan. That is so effed up. <laughs> wow. She is kind of more bad than Kira, but they kind of did Kira dirty. Like, she only had, like, one or two cutscenes in the game. Mm. Compared to Jack X, she took a turn-up in Jack X. Like, she's more assertive, and then, like, in the last game we talk, talk about Lost Frontier, she finally became a sage like her father, and we learned more about Dark Eagle. 
Is that why he Jack ends up with her? Because she becomes dark? In the no, end? she was there from the beginning. So they kind of just clicked. They keep oh, okay. getting kiss scenes, and Daxter keeps interrupting. Except for Jack X, they finally kiss. Mm. And Lost Frontier, so... Not to mention that now Jack has dark eco and light eco abilities in Jack 3. Most annoying part of this game was driving and time missions. I appreciated Jack X combat wasting, even if it's the only wasting game. I enjoyed it. Receiving death threats in new cities, Jack and the gang meet Wayne, the daughter of the old frenemy crew from Jack 2. Then the gang gets poisoned drinking one of his old bottles to get the cure they need to defeat an underground racing gang in Death Races and win it all. Iconic characters include GT Bliss, the commentator, Razor, and a cage Crimson Guard death bot called UR86. Also, Pekka went from being Damus' shoulders, being on Damus' shoulders, to being a commentator. Mm. See, he gets the best, best gigs. <laughs> in the end, they find out that who the real villain Mizo is and they get the cure. Then find out through a recorded message that Wayne knew that the gang was going to get poisoned and her cup was clean. Wayne then take over Mizo's place as the crime boss mm. but orders them not to kill Jack in his gang. Even after finding out that it was Jack responsible for destroying her family and killing crew, she still gave the order to spill the game's lives. Gang's lives. I'm getting a little pause. Let me pause. We're almost done, I swear. This is Punkia with your water break. Make sure you follow me at the underscore painted up underscore John. Make sure you follow X at Xavion Excellence. Check out all our stream. Make sure you check out the Double XC podcast on all streaming platforms. Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple oh. Podcasts. Maybe I heart with you all streaming platform. I don't, I don't know if it's because I don't talk much. I don't know why I'm so part more than usual. Maybe it's because last night I burned an hour and a half of active minutes on Fitbit. Oh. I burned like 3,000 calories. Like I was just straight up walking in a hot day mm. before it rained. But anyway. Matthew McConaughey Wolf Wall Street. Shout out to Jack finally getting a kiss with Kira, even though he kissed Aslan first. The only thing I remember from The Lost Frontier is that Jack can't go dark eco mode, which sucks. As it's too unstable in his bloodstream now, Jack and Daxter and Kira fight pirates. Daxter gets dark eco powers pulling on him and becomes a bigger furry monster. And the ending is him finding different locations of different colored eco, and Kira becomes a sage like her father before her. Star Wars line. <laughs> now, instead of continuing Ellie and Abby's sad stories in The Last of Us Part 3, I think the fans would love it if Naughty Dog went back to his roots. Fun gameplay, lovable characters, old school platforming concentration. And with all that being said, I think Naughty Dog needs to bring Jack and Dexter back. That's all I have to say for gaming. Understood. I'll have to check it out myself. I mean, I had fun watching you play it, and... Some people don't understand when I'm when I be like, I literally, if the game is fun and the person's funny, yes. I'm gonna have a good time watching you play. Yeah. So I think gaming Illuminati with Black Okage ethos, they be making the argument. Um, you would not have enjoyed Jack and Daxter without Daxter being the commentary, being the comedy relief. Mm, yeah. It's like it's like Jackson Five without MJ. It's like <laughs> right. What's 
do a decent well, Bobby Brown. Was he a brother <laughs> without the jelly? <laughs> Good points. Uh, but yes, I have like one last question. It's from my boy Wig the Art. Follow him on Instagram. He's a tattoo artist, mm-hmm. visual artist. R I double G E D underscore A R T. His question is What game would you want to play again for the first time? Ooh. I played like so many games. I've been like 78 stories. What was your first game? First game? Yeah. It's gotta be Lego Star Wars on the GameCube. Mine's was um, Borderlands 3. That was a fun. That's your first game? That was the first game I played. My friends, Winter and Bear, they were like, you want to play? Seriously? I was like, yeah, seriously. Actually, no, that that might be a lie. My first game was Madden NFL 2005 because my brother played it. Mm-hmm. Then Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. I was a kid. I wasn't allowed to play it, but my cousin Pinky played it, and that's how I grew up into a fan. Gotcha. She also beat the original mm-hmm. Resident Evil 4 2005. 2004 on GameCube and shout out to Capcom with Resident Evil 4 remake out now. I played, I played the demo. Love it. Finally survived the chainsaw guy in the village. Everybody loves it. I, I hope to get, I hope to get it on a discount day. Mm, right. Because I've already beaten Resident Evil 3 remake. I would love to beat Resident Evil 4 remake. Gotcha. I haven't beat five yet, but I like that one. Mm-hmm. I want to go back and play 6 and try to beat it, but it's so long, and people don't like that. They say they don't want a remake for that. They want a remake of 5. I think they need a Resident Evil 9 to bring all the characters together and end the story. Mm. But... If I had to play a different game, other than the... I already said I felt like Borderlands was a great, was a great, like, first game to get into. Um, It didn't teach me the basics a lot, but it was like, ah, okay. You need to play Borderlands 2. That... That's one of the games I would want to play again, at least more with friends. Yeah. Borderlands 2 was the GOAT. Um, play again. Maybe Lego Star Wars again on the GameCube, but I didn't know how to play that. Maybe, I would say, if I had to play a different game that I've already played for my first time, it would most likely be, like, Horizon Zero Dawn. I didn't finish it, but that's only because, like, I don't d- dedicate time you know what I mean? I dedicate time to like smaller games, like don't starve together, because like it, the game resets when you die. You know what I mean? But I figured out how to roll back the clock as like the host of the game, so like I have five seconds to figure out what not to do so that I cool. so that I live. I like it. I'll I'll have to stream me playing like on my personal server and and let you know so that you you can get a, a sense of what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's two ultimates I would love to go back to and it's definitely like middle school my middle school days like first years of high school it was when I got collector's edition for these two games Mortal Kombat X mm-hmm. I love that game when I first played it I was so hooked I joined the white the white Lotus faction which is like the Southern Monks and the Elder Gods team mm-hmm. I played so much of that game. I beat the story. I was playing online. I was training, learning all the combos. I know more combos from MKX than I do MK11. Just loved it. I broke my gold, my golden scorpion statue, but I still love the game. Mm. Um, Games stay with you for a long time. Yeah, and Batman Arkham Knight. I also had the collection one of that. I never got the light of the statue, though. Probably sell it off. Batman statue, but I love 
Batman Arkham like like knowing like this is gonna be the last Arkham game, I enjoyed it. Mm. Even though the Batmobile missions could have been better, I enjoyed it. Even though it's Halloween, I still enjoyed it. Right. Oh, and I would love to go back and play Arkham City all over again. Mm. Even though I can I can't play on PS Plus uh with Turn to Arkham. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Playing Batman, Catwoman, mm-hmm. it was the open world, it was so amazing. Mm. All the all the villains, Joker, Harley Quinn, Doctor Strange, yeah. Waz Al Ghul, right. Mr. Freeze. I even went back and beat Arkham Asylum and I was scared to do it, grow play the game growing up because it was Asylum, all them yeah. crazy I get it. Awesome all them crazy villains and also Scarecrow's land. Right. Scarecrow. He's a scary he's a scary fella. But yeah, that those are games I would love to go back to playing again for the first time. And do you have any questions? Do you have any questions you got? Um, no questions at this current point in time, but I'll definitely have questions next time. Send us your questions. DM us questions. <laughs> and that is episode 14, the April update, the Dungeons and Dragons Chaos. Thank you all for listening. Any final thoughts from you, Punky Al? Make sure you guys are resting. Please take care of yourselves. And have fun. Yes. Hopefully we will have a new episode coming soon. Maybe the um, episode with the boys. Maybe one about financial stuff. or Hopefully one by the end of April or May or in the summer. I don't know. This takes a long time for these episodes. And I feel like we've been doing well, though, with being... We've been getting them out a little bit more. We've been pumping them out for you guys as fast as we can. Yes. Well, I appreciate those who do listen and subscribe or follow the episodes. We will see you guys later. This is Punky Out and Double XC signing off. And I will beat your high score in video games. <laughs> What's your video games? Get it? Because XXC... <laughs> I try to I try to be all noise and life is strange through colors. But <laughs> I'm terrible. Anyway, peace. <laughs>